This is Brightside Home Theater. Home Theater Nerds, welcome to the Brightside Home Theater Podcast, the Home Theater Podcast. It's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds. <laughs> you gotta be a little bit more audible. That was <laughs> I was trying to be smooth, man, like Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was like the music was louder than you. I think you're like the sounds. The sounds. There you go. <laughs> What's this, after hours, John? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> after dark. <laughs> yeah, John after dark. The sounds. <laughs> oh, and the, the scenes. Dulcet tones the dulcet tones of John. The dulcet tones of John Circone. <laughs> yeah. I messed that all up, but they know what we're talking about. <clears throat> Yeah, except for those new listeners, they go, what yeah, the if, hell? Yeah, if you're a first-time <laughs> listener, <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. Oh, I apologize. I usually nail that. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually much more energetic than that. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Jeff. I know, you were saying earlier, Jeff, definitely, he should be... Uh, he should. I should just run that. Well, he sounded like an AM rock radio. jockey. Yeah, yeah AM radio jock. You know? Yeah, you know who used to be on the radio was um, uh, Lee Overstreet. I could get him to. Oh do yeah, it too. Yeah, he he can, he can go right into like this radio voice, and like I don't even want to try to imitate it. But he he's done it before. I've heard when I was talking to him, and it was like because uh, like he's just so comfortable behind the microphone you know and he's right. just like oh well, well it's, oh it's so funny but yeah he's really good at it so how is i'm very going? comfortable i'm just not as talented <laughs> you, <know? laughs> yeah, you paid good money for that chair <laughs> I, I have no level of discomfort <laughs> i'm just not very good <laughs> just making everybody else uncomfortable <laughs> exactly how's it everything's going all right man. everything going good yeah can't complain mm. Hey, I had a good had a time big, in, the, uh, in the green room spending my money. I did. Yeah, yeah that was good. <laughs> uh, um, what were you going to say? Sorry. Oh, I said a big family get together on Friday night. Um, Another like 20, uh, birthday? Had, had 20 people. No, a big Hocus Pocus 2 watch party. What? The, yeah, um, Jen told me about that. I wasn't involved in that at all, no. other than being here because I, I don't didn't like even the know movie. that that was a big thing. But my wife and the kids watched that like every Halloween. It was a big deal for them. I had never even seen the movie until two months ago. My wife finally made me watch it. Um, and so, but you know, she got everybody together. Everybody yeah. was here except for my, except for Nick. He's the only one that didn't make it. So we had like 20 people here parked on the, on the floor watching the projector. It was actually pretty, you know, it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my wife was actually like, Turn it up, turn it up, because <laughs> I had it at like less than reference level. <laughs> and I was like, I wanted to record that so that uh, all right, <laughs> I could play that back every time she yells at me for it being too loud. But, um, but yeah, so we did that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, my the kids made a giant hocus pocus like charcuterie board and like snack tray, which came out awesome. I saw and, it. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jen showed me the it pictures. Was really, of it. really cool. Yeah. 
And uh, so, yeah, we did that, ordered pizza, and had the movie. So that was that was fun. You know? Nice. Uh, yeah, our, yeah. Uh, the, our restaurant uptown, not ours, but the one we go to, they had a whole right. Hocus Pocus night, too. They had, like, a special right. Hocus Pocus drink or whatever. And really? I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, I didn't I guess know it's, this Yeah, it's a, a thing big- because every group I saw on Facebook – was people posting their watch parties for Hocus yeah. Pocus too? I was like, yeah. okay. <laughs> I didn't know that that was a was a thing. I'm like, there yeah. you go. Good for you. Yeah. Didn't I mean? Clearly, I don't believe it's like our genre. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it's not for, and I didn't care for the second one any more than I did the first one. Right, but um, you know, kind of like me and the the guys hung out more in the kitchen and. Just kind of talked and kind of ate pizza. Disappeared, hocus yeah. focused. <laughs> uh, I mean, we were there to where we could still see what was going on, but yeah. not in the thick of the uh, the event. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh well. Um. Yeah, that's that's cool. What did yeah. I didn't do? Oh, I had a huge weekend. My Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. I heard. Yeah, I went over to Dan's. Yeah, and uh. I, I brought stuff to record and like some to try it out. We never got to that. We just sat down and hung out and talked and three hours, just nonstop, nice. just three hours. We went over, watched some scenes. Um, what did we watch? Uh, he put on the Batman first. We watched that. Uh, and we watched the chase scene, um, right. the Batmobile and, uh, you know, the ensuing chase. Uh, watched that. That was really good. And then we watched, I, I was like, oh, we got to put on Star Wars. So we put right. on Star Wars because I wanted to hear a system with the, you know, the opening scene. So we watched that for a little bit. And then uh, another one, I was, uh, I was like, put on Daredevil. So we put on Disney Plus and put on <laughs> Daredevil. And um, I went to the, the scene. Ben Affleck Daredevil? No, 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 the, no, no. The show. The, oh, okay. Season so you went to, one. Like, the hallway scene. Yeah, season one, it, not the hallway scene, the one in the taxi cab. Mm. It's like, uh, okay. I think it's episode five, if I remember right. And uh, it's like seven minutes in or something like that. Um, but the the guy in the back seat of the taxi cab is singing. And the, okay. as the camera moves around, it pivots in the thing, but the sound of his voice stays where it should be. So the, the the voice goes around the room, and then it I don't goes. Remember that? I'll have oh to. yeah, then it goes back around your room, and then Daredevil comes out. There's a fight, and that's really good. But that sound, it's like it's that voice going around your room. Mm. It, first, I think it goes counterclockwise, and then it goes back in the other direction. But even before that, the uh, the the guys in the front of the cab are talking to him. If they pan back and look at him, the, now like you hear it out of the front left or oh, right wow. or whatever. It, yeah, it's really good. Honestly, I've probably never heard that because I watched that show originally on my yep. bedroom TV at my old house because right. I didn't even have a, a soundbar. I just yeah, watched it, it off came my out, TV speakers. Yeah, yeah. it came so, out in 2015, and that's why I love that scene because it's such. Um, I remember thinking at the time, how many people are watching this in a theater? Most people right. are watching this on a laptop or on their phones yeah. or whatever, because Netflix, this series, it was the first one for one. Right. And the fact that they had such great surround sound in that first, it was 5.1, but it was right. so well 
executed that it was oh, it was such a, and i watched that every single morning that's what i was telling dan i was like every morning yeah. i got up i had to drive joe to school at the time because he was school choice and two towns away to play hockey and right. I, I got up at five o'clock watch that so that i could take him to school and <laughs> be like but i even when i hear that music the opening theme to daredevil i was like oh i feel like it's morning <laughs> right yeah, see, I've gone back and watched the the hallway scene a couple times since yeah. I've had my setup, but I've never rewatched the series. So yeah, I bet you it's got some good. Oh, it does. Good moments. Yeah. In it. Oh yeah. Because I remember watching season two and three here in this house, and you know, yeah, season three especially was really good. Yeah. So yeah, the hallway. I forgot about the hallway scene. Uh, that's yeah. the well, I didn't forget about. It. That's the one everybody goes to because it's that one shot supposed to be right. type deal. Plus, you have the sound going off camera. Like, when he goes into a room, it, like, goes off. It's really yeah. nice. It's really good. Uh, yeah, it is. But that taxi scene is, it's one of my, anytime you pull up Netflix on my phone or anything, you'll see it's its usually saved right there. It's, it's always the paused, like, watch. continue yeah. watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, so I, I, I did that. I got to his house at around 1030, 1040 in the morning. And we talked, like I said, right up until like one forty. I go, I got to get going because I had to get home. And then I recorded with Reggie, which came out on right. Tuesday. And I'm like, <laughs> and I sat down, I got home. I'm like, hi, babe. <laughs> got to go downstairs. Got to go. <laughs> and I went downstairs <laughs> yeah. and hung out with Reggie and talked to Reggie for, you know, two hours. And then I was right. like, it was like, by then it was like 5.30 or something, five o'clock. And I'm like, like, oh. <sighs> okay now Let's go eat. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. i'm like what a day just non-stop home theater chatting uh it was fantastic so that was nice. a lot of fun thanks dan i had a blast oh and i didn't tell oh and i even have it here i still have it dan oh yeah that's right you, the glass I saw that. he bought you a, a yeah he had the glass, glass coat. coat when we sat down to that's watch awesome. uh yeah when we sat down to watch the um the batman he's like he goes here i got coke in a glass i was like oh that's odd. oh man and the sounder just went off <laughs> to oh, open a can yeah again that's two yeah. weeks in a two row two weeks we've in done a that. row <laughs> and it's like and i can't time it because we've been recording for 34 minutes but most of it's right. green room <laughs> right. but um but yeah it's uh but yeah so i saved a cap i put it in my pocket and it's sitting here in the in my nice. studio uh, yeah. but yeah, studio under the stairs. Yeah. It was really cool. His, uh, his girlfriend stopped in or came home and we were in the room, but the door was closed and right. the way his dedicated theater is, it's like a room off the end of the house that they just basically said, this is going to be a theater. So it's like part right. of the house and it's like, okay. And he, he, he has this slider door. That's really cool. That you just slide it to it's till it's closed. <laughs> so his, girl, his girlfriend comes home and she like knocks on the door and Dan slides it open. And I'm standing off to the side of it. I don't know her. I don't, I don't, I've just right. met Dan in person for the You're first right. time. You don't even right? know him really. But John, you know me, a little sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, what's going on in there? And I go, out loud, I go, what? Two guys hanging out in the dark's not cool? <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> she goes... I would have started, started buttoning up my pants. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, well, she goes, you're standing apart. I go, well, we are now. <laughs> yeah, that's because you knocked. <laughs> Just you kn Thanks for the warning. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh man, it was so funny. Then right after I said it in my head, I'm going, wait a minute, maybe I should get to know these people. Yeah, first. Right. I don't I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know. She might not have a sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, by this by, by my track record, I'm probably not gonna get to know her. <laughs> right. Who was that guy? <laughs> He's rude. <laughs> oh, I don't like him in there taking advantage of you. <laughs> oh no, great time. Great time. Yeah, <laughs> and awesome. after that description, I'm not getting invited anywhere else. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. You ready to get to our uh, promos? Promo yes. pages? All right. Always. Always. Favorite part of the show. It is. All right. Here we go. Oh, you know what? We didn't do forget the promos. John. What didn't we do? <laughs> it's time. It's time for, for, for to talk to the future. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> what did yeah, you think of that, that last was, week? Because that worked out really well. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fine. It, it, it was fine. It I love out. Steve's thing on Twitter. <laughs> what did he say? Asking oh, for the lottery numbers. For the lottery numbers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, seven. <laughs> yeah, that was seven. I can't give them all to you. That's cheap. Right. <laughs> Just give you one. Oh, all right. All right, here we go. Why don't you ask this week, John? Oh, I don't. What you am don't... I asking? I don't have the script. So <laughs> I don't right. know what I'm asking. <laughs> all right. So just go through the show, John. What's the, what is, what's the first thing that we talk about when we start talking? Our tweaks. The tweaks. So why don't yeah. you go ahead and ask? Hey, DJ. What time are tweaks coming up? 23 minutes and 48 seconds. There you go. Is that good? I guess. Yeah. All right. And um, after that, what do we do? We talked to uh, listener experiences. <laughs> go ahead, John. <laughs> Come on, John. <laughs> hey, DJ, what time are listener experiences? 39 minutes, 37 seconds. Yep. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> and then we talked to Steve. I'll do this one. Or do you, no, you do it. Why don't you, you ask? You look like you had something prepared. I didn't, but hey, DJ, what time are we flying across the pond to talk to Steve? One hour, 12 minutes, 33 seconds. There we go. That's the time. All right. And, uh, and we have, uh, some, I know this one. Oh, hey, DJ, what time are we talking about 4k new releases? Two hours, 21 minutes, 40 seconds. Wow. You're on the ball. So what's after that? Hey, DJ. <laughs> what time are we talking about our home theater experiences? Two hours, 27 minutes, 30 seconds. Look at you. All right. And our main topic for today. Come on, John. You remember. Hey, D DJ. <laughs> and what time are we talking about Deadpool? Three hours, five minutes, 36 seconds. Yes, we are. All right. All righty. That's it. <laughs> that, that is it. <laughs> that is it. Okay. Maybe that's the last week we do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got too much time on my hands. <laughs> you too. <laughs> All right. Now are you ready to get to promos? Yeah, no, because now I got to remember. What did I say first? Promos. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. All right. Let's get to promos for this week. All right. If you're watching us on YouTube after that, thank you. <laughs> if you're still yeah. watching us, 
hit the like button, even in spite of that little, uh, <laughs> those little shenanigans. Uh, hit the like button, mash the like button, hit subscribe, mash that like all button. that fun stuff. Uh, you can follow us along on Twitter at BrightsideHT. Uh, you can email us at brightsidehometheater at gmail.com. That's the best way to get uh, to end up on the show. If you'd like to be on the show and participate in a Takeover Tuesday, just send me an email and we'll, we'll get you on the schedule. And uh, also, all the links, uh, all links for all the other shows and stuff like that, you can go to brightsidehometheater.com. Take a look at that. There's some home theater, great home theaters there that I featured, what, a couple of years ago now. Uh, and a bunch of a new feature there that we'll talk about in a minute, but let's for right now, let's go to John's favorite. That would be patreon.com slash the bright side home theater. And links. DJ. For th- yes. <laughs> and links for that are in the show, show notes as always. And also on the website and the new feature over there at, um, on the website. All you got to do is go to the homepage of the website and there you can buy us a box of popcorn. Yeah, I saw that. That's it, awesome. Yeah. So this week, uh, well, we'll get to that in a minute, but Ara worked with me last week, did a great job. Um, I <laughs> I never would have figured all of this out. He knew how to get the right, you know, I gave him the picture and he said, okay, we got to do this, this, and this. Worked for me with me for like two hours on this and right. we got the website down and then i took it from there and i you know just centered it and i modified it for both desktop and uh mobile uh, on your phone so you just go to the website it's right on the home page and you can buy a small box of popcorn for five dollars goes right to my paypal uh and then that will be part of the show half of all of those proceeds go to our donations that gets included with all the patreon money I'm going to be logging all of that in as well. So $5 for a small box, $10 for a medium box. And then the large boxes are, you can pick whatever amount you want. And there's an icon for each of that. And then of course the Patreon icon is there as well. So you could just go right to the home, homepage, brightsidehometheater.com. And uh, that's how you could support the show and whatever, you know, charity we're going to be donating to that month. Uh, I made our donation to the American Heart Association. Uh, So that went out uh, just the other day. And uh, this month, we're going to be doing, um, because it's breast cancer awareness, we're going to do breastcancer.org. I found this one, uh, sent it to my wife and said, what do you think of this one? And she said, it's great because it's not for, not because it's not for this, but it's not for cancer research. This is another one of those um, uh, charities that helps in the support of the people with breast cancer, the families that are affected by it. And, um, she re- you know, I said, when she first told me, I go, is this one? Okay. <laughs> She's like, she goes, yes, this is another support one. Like the first one that we did. And I go, Oh, is there something better that we should, should do? And she's like, no, she's like, I actually like these ones because it's not that we shouldn't be giving to breast cancer research, but these type of things also need the support too. So this is the one we're going to be doing this month. And of course, as always, you can just go right to uh, breastcancer.org and there are links right there for you to donate right in the top, top right corner. It's uh, not as um, 
dedicated to donations in your faces yeah, the heart, yeah. yeah. It's the but it's, heart it, it's the big red button at the top right corner of the screen for breastcancer.org and you can hit donate so uh you can do that or you can donate to us and we'll give half to breastcancer.org for this month uh so we'll be talking about that the rest of the month and also uh if you're looking on youtube you'll notice we are also having the uh the little breast cancer awareness ribbon on our page this month on, oh, cool. on the screen so uh, i think i put it into almost every screen that we have for every part of every section of the show so that'll be there um so yeah so for the month of october uh we'll be doing breast cancer awareness this month so uh let's kick off the month uh we did good now if you were really good those little those little logos on every page would link directly to breastcancer.org ara doesn't have that kind of time <laughs> okay oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> And just saying yeah and then your name under you would would link right to your right. bank account and the name under exactly me would link yeah. yeah i know how you're thinking you're like yeah, if he can do yeah. the ribbon thing he can do right anything. if we can get those links going then we're yeah. we're set so um so yeah uh <laughs> nice job so um yeah so why don't we uh you got your uh patreon notes there we had uh yeah no new patrons this month right uh or this week i'm sorry the, no new patrons this week and no updated other than um we had the one update where uh he went back right um what's it's funny and uh uh oh paul that's what it, paul, paul went back to his normal which is great thank you very much right. paul for for everything um but it, for somehow we went we went down a patron. We went from twenty six to twenty five, but nobody's missing. It's That's weird. Odd. Yeah, it is weird because I have. If you go on your Patreon account, you can see new, declined, uh, canceled patrons. Every time somebody cancels, you'd be able to see it, and then you can send them a message like, "Hey, what was it? You know, right? Um, something we did." Blah blah blah. I usually just leave it alone, but. Um, but yeah, so for some reason we went to 25. I don't know. It's probably a glitch in the matrix. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, let us know. What do we got there, John? We got a... All right. So our patron of the week is Matt Nelson. Uh, has been a patron for 12 months. So thank you, Matt, for all your support. Yep. Thank you, Matt. Uh, I, I believe he just became a part of the green room as well. Awesome. I think I just signed him up for the green room as well. Uh, and what's our, I, I don't even have, so it yeah, me, so we're at 25, 25 total patrons for the month, yep. uh, estimated earnings, $141. Nice. So yep. you can get that number up. I honestly, I, I, I am looking forward to getting over that 200 so that we could start giving more than a hundred. <laughs> right. It's like, I'm looking forward to that number, even if it's $101 and then you eat 102, 103, you know? Right. And watch that grow over the years as we do this. It'll be be really cool and be like, and we'll be sitting here going, remember when, John? It was just a hundred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ten years Back from in now, the good old like, days. Yeah. And now it's at a hundred and ten. All right. Uh, you ready to get to tweaks for the week? I am. Your your new uh you came up with it. 
Tweak of the week. Yeah. Tweak awesome. of the week. And so, yeah, I didn't have any this week, uh, but I know you do. So, yeah. Um, yep. I'll let you go ahead and yeah. talk so, about yours. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So my first, well, not my first, my tweak for the week, it's pretty, it was a pretty big deal. It's something I've been putting off for a while. Uh, and it had to do with my, with the Lumagen because Lumagen's pretty complicated and right. like I had it installed and it's running, it was running really well for <clears> me. <throat> uh, and I just wanted to make sure, you know, I didn't want to mess with it, but I've had it for a year now. Time to start messing. Right. And so the, the version, the Lumagen that I bought is the, uh, Radiance Pro 4242. And it means it has four inputs and two outputs. Uh, And your outputs are assignable. And you can have one for video only and one for audio only or one for video and audio. And and my other one is audio. Um, So I set it up so that basically what I did is I turned the Marantz just into the audio processing. And... The Lumagen is doing everything right now. It's doing all my video switching. So all of my inputs. So I have four inputs on the back of the Lumagen. And input one is the Kaleidoscape. Input two, I put as my Apple TV. Input three is my Panasonic. And input four, for right now, is just the PS4. Okay? Right. And then I ran from the video out. I ran that right into the... uh, media player uh input on the Marantz. Okay. Re- renamed it Lumagen so that you knew on the front of your Marant on the front of the receiver you'd say Right, it says Lumagen. It'd say Lumagen. But uh so, so for those in the closet. <laughs> right. For anybody yeah. in that closet you there. Can, that's yeah. a that's a mad flex for anybody that's in the closet while you're watching TV yeah, <laughs> or <I> movies. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I in here? Uh, they're out there yeah. watching a Lumagen. <laughs> um so i had that well it's funny i'll tell you after but so i did that and then ran directly from the lumagen to my projector now you might ask why would you do all this dj go ahead john why would you do all this dj (laughs) (laughs) which actually i would i i want to know why you would do all that well, what happens is the Lumagen's way more powerful than your receiver is, and right. if you run everything into there, it's it and it did work, and it's really nice. So your handshake times, all of this stuff, is quicker because the Lumagen's doing the work and it knows when it's sending it out. So what I used to have is like I'd switch between like Apple TV and I'd go to Kaleidoscape, right, right. And it would be like, okay, you have to switch. But the handshake, it was trying to handshake with the receiver, which was just getting this solid single signal. And it was like, all right, that's not the right one. It would be like, and your screen would do a little flickering. Now it does like half the amount. It just goes right to it. The other benefit to it is I have one single input for everything for all my audio sounds. Right? right. So remember all those issues that we, we've been talking about, like when you flip from one input to another input, it goes from movie to game right. mode to all, none of that anymore. 
Now it's just the Lumigen. It's just on that one input and it's not changing. And everything, right. you know, everything is fine. If you look down and you'd be like, nope, it's all there. It makes everything. <sighs> I buy one of those. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it really is. It's nice. And it's like, and then I'm starting to look into more settings on the Lumigen that I can, now I can actually go and fine tune for each input. I was going to say, so now you have a different setup for. I can like actually fine tune versus... it to the Apple TV versus the Kaleidoscape right. versus the Panasonic and whatever. But Which you couldn't do before, right? Right. You can't do that because I was doing, okay. I was running everything into the Marantz, coming out of right. the Marantz, going into input one on the Lumigen so and then out to the projector. Signal. So it was just all right. one. This way I'm doing it in the other direction. And I'm actually toying with the idea of either A, putting the uh, the PS4 back into the Marantz along with the uh, Zipidi and running out of the Marantz into the Lumigen into the fourth input. That's the way you can get m more than four. You know what I'm Now you just put right. those two on there and run that into the Lumigen and it'll work fine. Or selling my Lumigen and getting the one with six inputs. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, do you know what the lumigens cost? <laughs> I, I do, but I don't right. know what it used for for input lumigen cost. <laughs> so, no, I know so, they're they're pricey. Yeah, um, but it's funny because I'm in the middle of doing all of this, and a uh, a Twitter conversation sparked up uh, about like Mad VR. Mad VR. I get Todd and I talked about Mad VR the other day. Yeah, but Mad VR, yeah, it was crazy at Cedia, right? And just tons and tons. They, it looks like they're on like this, just a mad press tour, <laughs> right? They're going crazy for it, and um, they're great. Don't, don't get me wrong. And it's funny. I replied to Todd's tweet about Mad VR is everywhere, blah, blah blah, and we started talking about it. And I'm like, um. Mad VR, I said projecto owners, especially Mad VR, is worth exploring, blah, blah, blah. And then Daddy O77, at Daddy O77, one of our followers over there is like, what about Lumigen? And I was like, I didn't want to say anything because I'm like, I think Todd's doing some, you know, he's doing some press or whatever for Mad VR. For and Mad I didn't VR, want to, right. But I was like, what about the Lumigen? Has that been around much longer? And it's, and it has. Lumigen's been around longer. Um, but it, as far as tone mapping goes, in my opinion, they're one for one. They're uh, maybe the Mad VR is a little bit. I I don't know how much how you could get too much better. I mean, because right. Lumigen's constantly updating, anyways. Because you get you can. I haven't updated mine. Uh, I was talking with Nelson the other day, and he was saying that I should update mine because it's even better. But I guess right. Um, it's. Anyways, so Mad VR is they've got some powerful things going on with aspect ratios and with all stuff that I probably wouldn't use, but it's also right. super user friendly. Lumigen's known as once it's supposed to be a set it and forget it or have somebody right. set it and you forget it and it's just it's yeah, insane. Mad VRs. But Mad VR is a little more expensive too. It's like three times the price. Yeah. Okay, so it's more than a little more. <laughs> yeah, it it's is. A lot They're more like expensive. sixteen grand. Yeah. And it's but, I, yeah. 
supposed it, to be a lot more user friendly. Like it's it's a lot more user friendly. But here's where I thought it was interesting, and I, I try not to say too much of this online because I don't want to bring down Mad VR. I love it. I if I could afford a Mad VR, Carl just bought one. Uh, right. I don't. He got it on sale or something. I don't know where he got one, but he got one, and good for him. Um, but the thing is, is all of the fun stuff about Mad VR, you'd probably be done with in about a month. Well, right. And honestly, I wouldn't mess with it anyways. Right. I, I would also have somebody professionally install it and calibrate it, and I would never touch it. Right. So all those user-friendly benefits, like, yeah. I'm not quite the tweaker you are, you know, when it comes to that stuff. Like, I want to get it set. I want it to be calibrated well, right, and I don't ever want to think about it again. There's a know? funny so. feature. There's a funny feature <laughs> on the Mad VR that it's there's a button on the remote i forget what it's called but it's a but it's it's basically your demo button so you can show people the difference right? right so you'll go from here it is here's with the mad vr on and here it is with it off and it'll still push through like the lumigen if i shut it off it's just flat out off so what right. you have to do you get nothing right but what well, you yeah, can, especially now that all your inputs are running through right <laughs> no but even before if you wanted to but here's here's the thing and this is what a lot of people don't realize until you have one in your system and understand how they're working, that that button doesn't really work. It's not really giving you a good uh, demonstration. Now, I'm going to tell you this knowing that I love these things. I highly recommend these things. And, you know, like Ferris Bueller, if, if you have the means, I highly right. you know, recommend you right. pick one of these up. Right. Right. So, but I'm going to tell you when they do a demo for you to impress the hell out of you, usually that demo is a hundred percent wrong. Because if you came to my house and I showed you, here's, here's my projector with the Lumigen. Here's my projector without the Lumigen. Well, guess what? When I show you it without the Lumigen, my projector's in dumb mode. It's right. not running at HDR. It's not calibrated to be running without a Lumigen. So right. when you do that, that image is going to look worse than if I showed you my fully calibrated projector right. versus an uncalibrated, you know, an uncalibrated non-HDR projector. So you know what I mean? So it's like, I think there, which, I don't know. I, there is another way to do it. You, you'd have to calibrate your picture and get it perfect and have it on a completely different input, change right. that input. And then you'd be able to go back and forth. But if you're doing that, you don't need a button on your video processor because you've gone to a different input in your, in your projector. Right. And that, that's, that to me is, that's one of those things I noticed on the mad VR. And I, that was like, I don't know, a year ago when I saw the mad VRs, when I was looking at the Lumigens, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. But I had people warn me of that when I was looking into video processors and I didn't really understand what they meant. And I'm like, no, it, look at the difference. But then when you get it in your system and you understand when you're watching it be installed and you're like, oh, right. I got to shut every, you literally shut HDR off on your projector and you just put it in bright mode and the Lumigen does the work. Right. So an AB switch doesn't, doesn't. work. <laughs> right well it does work it gives you a really good bad, contrast yeah. <laughs> yeah it just gives you a really bad yeah. picture right exactly <laughs> um but yeah so but yeah the the mad vr is insane 
and it, it's super powerful. It does a lot of great stuff. Um, but like I said, most of which I wouldn't use, uh, Lumigen does a lot of the same stuff. Uh, they showed the aspect ratio. I've seen the videos where like for Top Gun Maverick, the Mad VR will literally in real time while you're watching the movie, flip the movie back and forth through the aspect ratios, right. which is really cool. That's awesome. I honestly, I would never use that. I don't, right. I don't like that idea. I don't like stretching the image. I don't like manipulating the image, but, right. but what this, what I've done this week in my, in my tweak is actually supposedly is like, oh, I was talking to Nelson about it. Cause he has a Lumigen as well. And I was like, what do you think of this? And I'm like, I'm doing this. And I was like, now I've heard that you can improve your audio this way. Or is that just like Lumigen propaganda? And he started cracking up and he goes, you just answered your question. <laughs> I right. was like, I know. <laughs> but there's like, when you watch the YouTube well, that, videos, they're it's like. It's that placebo effect. Like you asked me if adding the amp made my picture look better. You know what I mean? It's. <laughs> That's the placebo. Yes. And it, yeah. But I asked you that because it does happen. And you do right. feel like it because you're, you're sensed like, and I've seen it in action. Jen said the same are, thing. Yeah. I've, I've told that story many times, but it's like, you're like, Oh my God, that's when you know you've, it's a good improvement. Um, but yeah, for me, I don't think that this improved the image quality at all. You know, this tweak this week, um, just the switching, it's just the yeah. switching. It's so much smoother. Everything is right. just so much nicer and dead on uh well and really, actually i really, really like really that nice. audio i like the idea about the audio not switching every time either that's pretty cool yeah well it, it streamlines your system it really mm -hmm. does and it's it just makes everything way more user-friendly for everybody so now if somebody comes in the room they have a better shot of it now i've only had it this way for a few days right. you know and maybe there'll be something there but even if there is uh, like if something pops back, goes to movie mode or something, it's still just one input. So you have far right. less chances of things happening because you're only on that one input. Uh, I haven't popped out a reference, uh, uh, Odyssey reference level, you know what I'm saying? When I'm right. talking about the um, Odyssey EQ, that hasn't yeah. shut off yet. Uh, nothing. Everything's just been rock solid ever since. That's cool. And, and I literally, the day before, my reference was off two days in a row. The Odyssey right. had shut off and I'm like, what the heck is going on? I had no idea. I have no I, like idea. I, said, I really think it has something to do with the input switching because yeah. I noticed that happens every time I do that. I, something gets turned on or off. I didn't, again, I don't yeah. know how or why that happens, but um, yep. I am so freakish about it now. Even every time I go to a new TV show, I pull up my app and I check and make sure everything's still the same. Oh, I know. You know, yeah. I, I spend more time on that than I do watching the show. <laughs> I change the channels. I change the channel yeah. on my Apple TV. I want to make sure everything else is right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So it's probably a little overkill, but <laughs> yeah, that's part of the fun yeah. though. I'm yeah. still having fun with it. Um, Oh, I forgot. I didn't, I meant to ask you, but we were laughing. Um, when you were watching Hocus Pocus, how close to reference level did you get? Uh, full reference. Oh, you got there. Yeah. It was that full reference. Oh, Kept, nice. Again, it's streaming Disney it's plus. Streaming, so yeah, it's a little lower anyways, but, um, yeah. but yeah, we were at, um, might've even bumped it one or two, but you know, again, screaming kids and a lot of people talking. And so, right. Right. I mean, it had to kind of go over all of that. Yeah. So, um, cool. Yeah. Cool. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, you ready to get to um, listener experiences? Yes. All righty. All right. Let me pull these up here. Oh, wow. All right. First up, this is uh, Jonathan. He's got the C-Den Cinema. C-Den, as in uh, he's a Seattle Seahawks fan. Yeah. Says, hey, DJ, we know that home theater is a very niche hobby, and those of us obsessed with it cannot understand why others aren't. It drives me crazy to go to someone's house with a 42-inch TV in a huge living room, brightness all the way up, and sound coming out of the TV speakers. Or even worse, a TV mounted above a fireplace and you have to look up to see it. <laughs> in reality, how many people really care about the home theater experience? Let's break it down this way. One, U.S. households. Two, minimum 65-inch TV or projector. Three, a 5-1 system with speakers placed properly, not all in the ceiling, for example. <laughs> to me, that is the absolute minimum that could be considered a home theater. So how many U.S. households have this? One in 100, one in 500, one in 1,000, or one in 5,000? Less I have, than 1%. Yeah, well, he said, I have no idea, but I think it's probably about one in 500 if I had to guess. So it's about 0.2%. Yeah. What do you think? Um, all right. Before we get to those questions, um, first off, I I would like to say I don't get aggravated when I go into other people's houses <laughs> because, right. you know what I mean? It's like not everybody loves what we love, you know, right. and they're, it, that's fine. And I, I, I don't get it. Some what? people even watch on their iPad. Yeah. So. <laughs> or iPhones or... <laughs> But <laughs> poor Steve. Um, no, but at the same time, you know what I could say to that is that's somebody that just loves movies, right? They just love the content of the movie. It's not necessarily the home theater experience they're looking for. Right. I have no problem with watching on an iPad or an iPhone. I, I've done it on planes and stuff. Oh, me too. But to critique a home theater experience from your iPhone, that's crazy, right? Right. And, it, and where Steve and I got the, where the joke came from was Lucy, which is, that's not really a story movie. It's, that's meant right. for a home theater, right? And it's like, it's got an interesting story, but at the same it time, does. it's like, that needs to be in a theater, right? Right. So what, I think the frustration that Jonathan's pointing out here with people with these, you know, just like a regular TV and speakers is if they push back on home theater. If they say you don't need that or, you know, this is just as good. That's when you go, really? No. Yeah. Okay. So actually now when actually how many people actually care about the home theater experience? He said, he gives your description here, um, 65 inch or, or larger five, one or, or more. And uh, he says, to me, that's the absolute minimum that could be considered a home theater. I don't believe that either. And I've said it on the podcast in the past. I said, all you need to be, to have a home theater is first and foremost, the passion for home theater. If you have a sound bar and a television, you have a home theater. If that's what you want and you're aspiring to more. 
the most right. important part, and I said it when I was on with S- the SVS happy hour and they said, what's the most important part? And I, and I replied to Jonathan, I go, it's not the theater. It's the man in the box. Right. And it's it. That's the most important. The person sitting there, because you and I, John, especially we came from the 80s, from crap, from Frankenstein systems to just wanting to what. Oh, my God. Look at what we didn't even know what we have today could even be invented. Right. right? And there are kids and people out there that don't know the capabilities that are possible right now, but they want it and they they have an idea in their head and someday they're going to get there. That's a home theater, whether it's a sound bar or even just a TV with speakers. And you want, you know, when I did, um, Rich Keats, he, he just wanted his man cave to have a home theater. He didn't have it. All he had was a 65 inch TV. That's it. But he, he called it his home theater, but he had nothing else. Then he upgraded it. So that's what I would consider a home theater. Now to get to the real question, the, how many people are there that really care? that want a home theater. I think I bet you it's less than if it's one in 500 is less is 0.2%. Yeah. I think, I think it's less than that. Probably. It might be, it might yeah. be. Um, the thing it, it's, it, because I there's guess so you could, many people, I mean, there's, you know, well, just in this so country alone, like us country, households yeah. is 330 million people. So how many houses right. are there? But yeah, it's, but how many, out of how many people in the country, uh, you see all of these, like, you know, like we just had Cedia last week and right. it's like, they're selling projectors, they're selling receivers, they're oh, selling yeah, this stuff. I, I think it actually might be higher than that. Believe it or not. You think, you know? Yeah. I think the one in one in a, you know, one in a hundred might actually one in a, one in a hundred, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Of yeah, households. Maybe I could go with the one in 500. Maybe I think one in a hundred is very generous. I don't yeah. think there's that many. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but it, it's an interesting question, but, but For yeah. Sure. Yep. And Hey, I don't care how many other people like it as long as they're either a, well, yeah, to me or <laughs> I have mine. I enjoy right. mine. We've liked it. Well, before you need we enough people this. to like it. So they can keep manufacturing product. Correct. <laughs> so, right. Exactly. I do care how many people like it, at least at that minimum number. Yeah. You know. So, all right. We got another post, uh, Patreon post from uh, Andrea Minoya. Is that how you said it? Minoya. I just listened while cycling the announcement of the green room. It's a nice idea. The time, the time someone said to you that streaming is better than disc. Well, we all know that it's not not the case. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here talking about AV stuff, right? I just wanted to say one thing that I completely agree with, that I completely agree with your view with a nice big OLED and decent, and here I'm suffering just to say the word decent next to it, soundbar, like one of those more serious 914 system, uh, 9.1.4 systems. You do feel the difference between streaming and disc, especially audio-wise. The difference is pretty neat. Like someone on here said, sound is pretty flat on streaming platforms and so good on the disc that you can feel it even without the trained eye or ear. Discs are always worth it for me if you have a bigger than 65-inch OLED and a sound system with at least a sub and a couple of rear channels. But then, yeah, 
The step between one of those and a good AV setup, it's day and night, of course. Otherwise, we wouldn't spend that much money on it, right? P.S. You are the first person ever outside of Italy to read my name correctly first try. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's this is getting to that, the whole conversation that we've had with people about, like, they think streaming is just as good. And it's like, it probably is to the majority of the people because they just don't have a system to pull out everything to pull out the benefits that you get from a, from a disc. Um, Brandon on the Kaleidoscape terror experience on YouTube. The reason files are larger on Kaleidoscape is because everything is in one package. If you look at, at, uh, 16.9 or 16.19, you'll see the movie comes with three discs, which add up to what you're getting on the Kaleidoscape. All that extra data is alternative languages, subtitles, and extras. Kind of misleading. And um, <clears throat> so I, I, I think 1619 was a timestamp from that video. But I actually, I replied to him, and I wanted to bring it up again here on the podcast. Um, yeah, I said, to, and Brandon was great. We went back and forth a few times on YouTube. Uh, and I, I opened with, which is really tough, I hate to say stuff like this on the, on a, in writing, but I'm like, that's inaccurate because, uh, so what it is, is like the kaleidoscape, when you get a 4k movie on a kaleidoscape, you just get the movie. There very rarely are there extras. There have been a few, I've found a couple, but typically whatever you get on the kaleidoscape 4k disc, 4k download is exactly what the, what they're releasing on the 4k disc. And when you buy your 4K discs, you get a disc with just the movie on it. All your extras are on the Blu-ray version because there's more space right. there, right? So that's where it's it's not misleading. And then the other one that he says, all that extra data is alternative languages, subtitles, and extras. Kind of misleading. And I'm like, but the 4K disc has all that extra data and everything too. Right. Right? It's, there's not, and... He he is familiar with Make MKV, so he's been downloading movies, so he's seen the size of files and stuff, which I have as well, doing the Zipidi. But these, the Kaleidoscape, it's I mean, it's literally, you know, the 70, 80 gigabyte downloads. And in the case of, like, Disney, they, they're they only at 66. So, right. um, but yeah, we've we've been over it many times. You and I even you had that question. Well, that was too. the first question I asked you yep. because when you started telling me about the file sizes, that was the first thing I asked you was if it included any of the extras and all that stuff. And right, you know, and it's it's a me, basically it a didn't. one yeah. for one. Right. I think the one that we did find, I think Endgame actually, if I remember right, I think we you and I found that way. It actually had a couple of extras on the four K. But then we were trying to add it up and like how much, how much. Yeah. It still was way less than. Oh yeah. Because it's like, what are the extras there? It was only a few like megabytes or whatever compared to what the, what the 4k movie was. And that's at 103 gigabytes. Right. Maybe it took five gigabytes for extras. (laughs) You're still at like 98. Yeah. 30 megabyte difference. (laughs) Right. It's still a big, big. And that's, that's a big difference. Um, uh, is Return of the King still a disc, or is Return of the King still a disc to rule all discs? Mike Schramm. And, and all right, I've I've whittled these things down. If you compliment us, we like it. Um, we're usually going to leave those for the YouTubes and stuff. But if you're colorful and creative like this, 
Part one, I'll give four boxes of crumpets. Wakanda forever. So that was great because he's right. he's giving out boxes of crumpets, which I give boxes of popcorn. So he's pulling Steve right. in. And then Wakanda forever, he's shouting out because that's our the little. Yep. I wasn't going to say yeah. it. <laughs> that's Sorry. code. Sorry, Disney. <laughs> that's code. Only Don't to sue be me. used in a certain place. <laughs> so you do fun stuff like that, you'll make the show. Right. Um, and here's another one. Darth Choke 88. Five hour, five hour end product podcast. Congrats. I'll watch it in one sitting. Beast mode. Wow. <laughs> no. Better man than me. I, I was know. on it and I won't watch it in one sitting. <laughs> I was on all five hours. <laughs> yeah, I know you were. <laughs> I'm only on about two of them. <laughs> I got to tell you, I was tired at the end of the week after putting I it up. I was like, wow. And then I couldn't wait. You know, and how I relax, go sit down in the theater and watch more stuff. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, vibe installs. Greetings from Edmonton, Canada, DJ and John. I came across your podcast on Spotify a few weeks ago and I'm now hooked. I feel like I found my people. I am also around your age, a huge Star Wars fan and have been a home theater enthusiast now turned side hustler in, uh, side hustle installer. Nice. I listen to you as I drive around during my day job and relate on so many levels. Been meaning to reach out and say hello and say thanks for putting in the time and effort. I've I've been enjoying the new Andor series and Rings of Power and coincidentally also started the original Lord of the Rings trilogy with my son who is now 13. Look forward to more content and hearing you guys talk HT. It never gets old or boring for me. Hashtag nerd for life. Thanks again, and yes, Return of the King is amazing and deserves to be enjoyed in physical form, or at least owned on disc. It's precious. Laughing face. So. My precious. Thanks, Vibe Installs. I'm thinking that's the name of his company for yeah. his side-level hustle. He does in, in home theater installations. Um, yeah, it's, it's thanks. Really appreciate that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. It's so, yeah, it's so cool that people are like, you're just like me. <laughs> you don't have to feel alone anymore they like me they like me they really like me um okay that's that read that one already uh in product that one already yep read that one already all right thought i had a new way all right uh grinder i hope john's business picks up it's been a rough few years for a lot of smaller businesses I may have mentioned this in a previous email, but my son and I watched the original Ghostbusters and he was like, the special effects look bad. He couldn't believe that was considered amazing at the time. These kids are so spoiled. <laughs> what each generation yeah. says about the next. So true. So true. I mean, Narendra. what are we going to, what are they going to be watching, you know, in 10, 15 years from now? And they're going to look back and say, well, whatever I, we think is great now looks so, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't rings know. Of power or yeah. something. And they're going to be like, what were they thinking with that? I know. You know? It's so flat. <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to have something to do with like, so, and I don't know if it's in here or if I read it someplace else, it might be in our comments, but somebody said like holograms or like at some point, like, they're just going to be beaming 3D. stuff right into yeah. our heads, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like what? You had to watch a TV. Yeah, just feeding it right into our into our memory. Right. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, imagine experience so. in a movie is going to be like um uh Ready Player 1. Right. And you're just like, "Wow, 
or Ready Player Two, which I told you about when I started reading yeah. that, and it's like you don't even need the the headset; it's literally right into your head, which is dangerous. It, it is, <laughs> um, but yeah. Let's see. So it says, "Oh, this one, this one here is from G Cornell. What new title are you going to watch over the weekend? Maybe make it a regular segment on Friday's podcast." What's on tap? He says. <laughs> what new title? What new title? He goes. No. What new title are you going to watch o- over the weekend? Like, what's what new movie do I have planned? Right. And uh, well, let let me read the rest of his email before I get to that. He says. So I met my new ma- neighbor yesterday, and we got to talking, and he mentioned his den and his playroom for his kids. I said mine is a bit different with a night with a ninety-two inch screen. Casually mentioned as I was. Uh, I was watching last week's NHRA. Guess what he replied? Said his uncle owns a car in Sportsman, and we got to get you out on the track. So he's going to get him out oh, on nice. it. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's you got to do that. But all right, let's get to the first part. What new title are you going to watch over the weekend? And maybe make it a regular segment, What's on Tap? And I replied, we just put out a five-hour podcast, and we right. need more segments. <laughs> so that's 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 part one. Part right. one. I we can't do more segments. Part two. I don't know what I'm going to watch on the weekend. That's the thing. I don't. I don't know, know what I'm going to watch new in five every minutes. weekend. Yeah, yeah. That that there is to watch. You know. Yeah. Um, it's have you ever like have you ever like said oh I can't wait to sit down and watch this on like such and such. Other than it being a new release and that's that's what I said to uh, G Cornell. I said like, I do sometimes. Right, but no, but what I was going to say is I've done it. I'm like, "Oh, I can't wait to sit down and watch that." But then that time comes and something else has overtaken my mind and I'll watch right. something else. It's like it, right. it went out the window like, "Oh man, you know what? I oh, I remember how good Ambulance was." I'm going to watch my next three moments a day and a half away. Right. And then by the time I right. get there and I'm like, Ooh, Oh my God. Bram Stoker's Dracula in 4k. Boom. Right. What happened to ambulance? <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. So I don't make plans because when I do, I usually just end up disappointing myself. Cause I'm like, why didn't I do what I wanted to do? Oh yeah. I did something better or whatever. Right. And it, it, I, I can't do that. And it, it, I, I do that too. Cause I'm like very, anal about things like i'm the guy that can't stand any of the little red notifications on my phone me like too. the second something pops up i have to look at it right so i'm the same way with the just watch bar on my apple tv like if there's anything there that i need to watch i won't start into anything else until i've cleared that off yeah. and then the problem is the next night i'll be ready to start that other thing and then there'll be three more shows yeah <laughs> on my just watch bar that i need to watch instead yeah. so yeah, I you know I can't help that I have to clear my queue of everything before I start something else. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, I'm so. the same way. It's like I I'd like to I, I like to complete my things, but at the same time, my mind jumps around, which is like I was saying in the green room before with the kaleidoscape. It's like I just go to that paused. Okay, watch this one next. Right. Watch this one next. Um. All right. Uh, this is where we'll talk about AV Nirvana in our green room. Uh, we are every weekend we get the emails. Uh, I think Johnny speakers mentioned it as well. Uh, we had three of the top 10 most talked about I things saw in their forum. 
Okay. That's awesome. Uh, n- at number five, our top one is the number five most talked about thing. Your first home theater movie experience. That's the bright side green room. Uh, we also had share pictures of your vintage home theater gear and media. That that uh, topic was uh, number seven. And at number 10, we had, oh, I'm sorry, at number nine, headed to Cedia. That was number nine. So top three, and we made the top five. Uh, we had three in the top 10, and we made the top five. It may not seem like a lot. But for something that doesn't show up on their website, I was going to say, there's only 20 a, people in the in the exactly. forum. Exactly. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. Uh, that isn't that awesome. And it's like and I don't know if it says more about us or AV Nirvana. No, they have and how many AV, people go. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, no. How, I mean, how active their threads are. Well, I think their threads are less concentrated. Right. This is a concentration so of many, people. Right. There's exactly. so many other things. So it, it gives us an opportunity. To, I said, my goal is to have the top three of the top 10. I just, right. I want to get there and I, I want to grow the green room and get people, but they have other things like their number one is sound uh, United rocks. The industry announces direct live functionality on Denon and Morantz. Okay. Right. That's AV industry news forum that they have. That's a big one. I mean, for yeah. us to top that, especially when big news like that comes It'd out, be very hard. It's going to be hard. Um, but then, they, they, I mean, they have so many things there. It kind of gets watered down, but we're kind of focused. Our, even the green room starting to get like, there's more and more things to talk about. Right. But the conversations that are going on there are great. And it's like, you know, I mean, to be part of it, it's you. Oh, to be part of it. What if we, oh, it was $10. If you give a $10 box of popcorn, you get lifetime membership to the green room. Right. We'll get you a 10, if you do the, like, we didn't mention that earlier, but that's what we were thinking. So a $10 box of popcorn, boom, lifetime membership. So there's now three ways to get into the green room. You come on the show, uh, do a Takeover Tuesday members, we'll all be part of the green room. Uh, Patreon members, of course, are always part of the green room. And then a $10 box of popcorn. And right. so, and I was actually thinking we maybe, if, if the green room gets going big, we may up that. <laughs> so yeah, get in now it's big. it's a yeah. sale <laughs> get in while it's yeah while it's only 10 <laughs> well it's only 10 right um look at us we're running sales for the first hundred members after that yeah we're going exclusive <laughs> yep uh all right uh pk on youtube uh return of the king regarding the tweaks sorry not sure whether you mentioned this in older episode or dynamic eq I have been religiously following some reputed audiophile YouTube channels and blindly doing what they said to switch off dynamic EQ. Later, when I learned through my research and AV Ramp podcast, I realized what all I was missing by turning dynamic EQ off. Most of these YouTubers have sponsored gear with good rooms listening at reference levels and 90% of their viewers don't have such luxury. This is where channels like yours and AV rant are so much more closer to reality and offer practical solutions. In my view, the best feature of Odyssey 30 Odyssey 32 is dynamic EQ, which doesn't get highlighted much. It brought back all the dynamics back to LFE, even at modest volumes. Um, yeah. And I, 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 
this comment here, I absolutely, I love the part where it's like, YouTubers have sponsored gear with good rooms, listening at reference levels. And I'm like, yeah, we are not yeah. sponsored. Our rooms are our own. Um, right. And I, we, we have just this podcast alone. I was saying this to Dan the other day at, when I was visiting with him. What I really like what we've done here with this podcast is I have a dedicated room I built. You have a living room theater that you put together. And Steve has a dedicated room that he had built. So we have a representation from almost all the versions of a home theater of a, you know, of a home theater, right. finished home theater. And they're all the different passions, right? Just because like, I wish I had the ability to have one built to be able, but I actually, I, I don't know if I would, cause I'd be bored watching somebody else do it, but you know right. what I mean? But it's like, just because you have one built doesn't mean you don't have passion for it. Just because you right. built one doesn't make you more passionate than the person that had one built. Um, I would say that there are, there are people that have them built that don't have the passion. I know a guy. So it, right. that that's possible. It's kind of impossible to build one and not have the passion for it. Well, true. <laughs> you know, that's rare. <laughs> You're like, I accidentally <laughs> built a theater. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whoops. Right. But, but yes, it, it, this is more realistic and that's the idea. It's about the experiences, about having fun with it and all the trials and tribulations that, some people get frustrated with like you and I talk about like with our tweaks and with the settings and stuff. Honestly, that is kind of the fun. It's like, right. you know, it's to be honest, like, are we, if everything went perfectly, I think we'd be kind of looking for something to go wrong. <laughs> like, right. like, I need something to do here. Um, but yeah, AV rant, they can work you through any of the nitty gritty stuff. They're awesome at that. Uh, here we just have fun talking about the different experiences and yeah, dynamic EQ is, it's awesome. I like it for when I'm, you know, Jen's in the, in the room and she doesn't want it at reference. I'll put right. something down for, and you can still hear it brings everything back out. It's, it's a compromise, but it's, it's a great compromise. And it probably, he right. is probably right. PK is probably right. It is probably one of the best features of Odyssey because being able to do that, it, it gives you a, almost exactly what you should be getting in the first place, but maybe not at, you know, ear ringing decibel yeah. levels. Right. Um, so, uh, let's see. This is on Hulu's prey comment from the, it's PK again. He's going, it looks like he's going back through yeah. John. Oh, you're going to love this one. Did I send this to you already? No. John has such a misleading voice. Initially when I was listening to podcasts with, without video, I would have believed he was 35 years old. His voice is so young. Awesome. Is it though? Is it? Because that means when he looks at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. I couldn't wait. He's like, oh, look at that old thing. <laughs> he looks like a prune that's been left out in the sun too long. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, You ever been out in public and somebody looks at you and goes, damn. Your voice is so young. Yeah. Please finish uh, that I sentence. I haven't, but. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. Please finish that sentence. But you yeah. look so old, right? Like, I heard you talking, and then I turned around, <laughs> and I looked for the guy that was talking. <laughs> I was I was out. Me and my buddy were out in a club once. And uh, do, you, do you remember my buddy, Charlie? The bodybuilder? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So he's a bodybuilder. He's about right. my height, maybe a little shorter, blonde hair. People thought we were brothers. I'm older than him, but we're out at a club. <laughs> and our faces looked a little bit alike, but he right. is jacked. I mean, he was a bodybuilder. Okay. Now he's an MMA black belt, has his own gym and all that. But anyways, right. we're in a club. Girls come over and they're talking to us. And this, these three girls are fawning all over him. You're so, literally saying out loud, you're so good looking. You're so, oh my God. And they're like, you're so dreamy. His, yeah. No, not, not even joking. Music's playing loud. And one girl apparently started to feel guilty, just looks over at me and goes, and you're so funny. <laughs> you're like, oh, and you're here too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks for acknowledging me. And you're so you're funny. Here. Yeah. <laughs> so great. But yeah, when I got this awesome. comment from PK, I was like, this is perfect. We're going to have fun with yeah. this one. I'm like, I thought he was so young. And then I saw him. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Uh, Blue Wave, uh, best streaming experience, uh, Tomorrow War. This is going way back. So he's really deep in, going yeah. for a deep dive. This is last year. Blue Wave says, completely agree on this. Aside from the re recently released P Rings of Power, this was the best sounding streaming movie I've heard in quite some time. Completely agree, Blue Wave. Uh, it is it is really good. Um, one of the funny things about this one is I forgot to mention it when I do me, Ralph, and um, Jeff from HD Report. We do a year wrap up of best movies, 4K experiences. Right. And they always do the discs because that's what they do. And I'm like, I always try to slip in a streaming service or something, right. something from the streaming. And I got in Foundation. That was my big one. But I forgot about Tomorrow War because it was that last year. Yeah. It was still fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. Um, this year is going to be tough. This yeah. is really going to be tough. Got some good ones this year. Um, Andrea Manoia says again, he said uh, he was replying. I thanked him for his uh, donation and stuff. And he says, no problem. I listen to you almost every day during uh, drive, every day driving. So I need to keep it up. So you need to keep it up. I do. I do tech support for surgeries around Italy. So I have plenty of time for podcasts. Well, I'm past the point that I listen more <laughs> that I listen more to you talking than my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I've registered for AV Nirvana in the green room. Um, thanks again for entertain entertainment during my trips. So he's already in the green room. We were talking about that earlier. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it, this this stuff still blows my mind, John. That people around the world. I know we have Steve in Europe, and we have obviously right. Andrea in Europe. We have people in New Zealand. We have people in Australia, and it's awesome, awesome. But this he's doing tech support for surgeries. Yeah. Sounds like a smart cool. guy. Yeah. And he's listening to I us. He's doing, I don't know what he's doing with More us. More than his but... wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see how see how passionate people are about home theater? <laughs> the that might not be as smart, honestly. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's how passionate they are about home theater. They'll suffer through yeah. us just to get some home theater content. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Those donkeys might yeah. say something that I agree with. So See? I, I liken that to like... um. Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Uh, yeah. <laughs> PK says about Return of the King. Thanks for bringing back so many memories. I own the extended version on Blu-ray, including 3D, 
and still in awe of the sound design. As a kid, I was so obsessed with that ring that when my parents first got me a gold ring, I made sure it was like the Lord of the Rings. I asked the jeweler if I can engrave, if he can engrave the inside of the ring like in the movie, and he said he can't. So I took the, I took the plain one and wore it so proudly. Right. <laughs> See? That dedication right there. That's so funny. That's awesome. And he, I, it must have been like just perfectly nice. And Now, did he wear it on his finger or did his parents give it to him and he put it on a chain around his neck, neck exactly. like Frodo? That's the question we want to know, PK. Yeah. Thanks for the comments, everybody. That's it for this week. Uh, that was great. I, I, I siphoned off a few. So keep them coming. Keep the comments going on YouTube, all the compliments and stuff like that. We really, really appreciate them because um, it's what gets the algorithm up. So at least that's what they tell us. Because, you know, that's what we're all about right. here, John. Algorithm. The algorithm. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. What are we up to next now? Oh, here we go. John, it's that time in the podcast where we go across the pond. It is. Are you ready? <laughs> I am. All right. Why don't you say hi to Steve this week? Hey, Steve. Okay. Hi, John. We <laughs> meet at last, albeit virtually. Virtually. Yeah. <laughs> Once this is all pieced together, it's like you guys hugged. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, see, that's lovely. Isn't I, it's, it? We're all just getting along. Yeah. Yeah. We just need John Lennon playing Imagine in the background and, and everyone's, uh, and we're all just getting along and singing Kumbaya at the end. Kumbaya. <laughs> bringing it all together. We got, <laughs> yep. Oh, great stuff. That's it. Just cuddle, big, cuddling. Virtual big cuddle. virtual cuddle. hug, everybody. Virtual hug. There you go. That's it. Here. <laughs> I got to, fig- we got to figure out a way to do the high five thing. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, it's on like, different sides. Yeah. See, you have this. to go to the middle and I have to go to the side <laughs> and we can actually do it because we yep. have the split yeah, screen see, that's here. The thing. Yeah. We're like, waving here. Just everybody, do this. It'll yeah. we'll be fine. There you go. That's it. One way it'll work. Yeah. Everybody on YouTube is like, what the, the hell? hell? <laughs> I thought this was home theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just some sort of big love-in. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say love-in. I'm like, yeah. yeah, it is the bright side. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, how are we doing this week, Steve? Yeah, good. Very good. Very good. The man flu is slowly passing, although it sounds like <laughs> yours might be weeks. kicking in. No. Yeah, well, I know. Yeah, my, the, mine's been two years. I told I no. told you that I have that you allergy did, thing that goes up and down, and I forgot to take. I skated last night, so I forgot to take my um my Zyrtec that I take. I figured out oh, a okay. pattern that works for me, so I can get better sleep. Uh, I take a Zyrtec every night, so that my head clears up and I get better sleep that way. And I forgot to take it last night. You and I had a very little conversation at like two in the morning my time, and it was like what yeah. six seven your time. <laughs> yeah yeah well quite although occasionally i'm having you know one half one two in the morning my time right and then it's you know yeah. early evening your time but yeah no it's um yeah so the man flu is going slowly but surely but there's, there's loads of it going around over here it's not covid we've done pcr yeah, yeah. tests it's not it's not that it's just a bloody annoying cold but there but lots of people have got it and of course when you get lots of people with it there are variations oh and yeah. when you do the job that i do so i go to obviously police stations as well as courts but at the police station when you're in an interview the rooms are you know probably half the size of this room and you're sat there with you, me client police officer and and sometimes an appropriate adult if the if the, the client is vulnerable then they have an appropriate adult to help them communicate mm-hmm. and so that's four or five people in a very small room 
And if lots of this is going around, then it is, um, you know, it, it, having a cold can become a recurrent thing. Um, right. And I, I was in an interview room yesterday with, an, uh, this is why I say inappropriate adult, because he was in there and all the way through he's sniffing and Ugh. he's coughing and he's hacking. And uh, and I'm just sat there thinking, I've just got rid of a cold. I don't want another one. Right. Um, I nearly put out a tweet about it. I was very close to just tweeting, <laughs> save me, please. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, it's going. So I'm a bit better. My voice, you could probably tell, is still not quite right. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, if it starts to fade by the end of this, you'll know why, um, because it is it's not I've still got a bit of, you know, a bit of stuff, mucus on the on the larynx. But, yeah, otherwise, all good. And uh, I've been able to watch loads of good stuff this week. So um, so there's lots to talk about. I've got one for <laughs> you. As I told you, I can't wait to get to it. And we're going to talk afterwards again in the green room. Spoilers. Um, okay. but I hope we'll it's the spo- one I think it is. Uh, it probably is. Um, maybe not. Well, we're talking spoilers, so I, I think yeah, we'll you're see. right. It's I can't wait to get to it. But what do you got? You go first, and uh. okay. Well, we'll trot through some of the stuff that's not you know not going to really get your juices flowing, as it were. But we'll we'll go through it because <laughs> horror. By, well, that too. Yeah, there's a bit of horror. I mean, obviously, it's October. <laughs> well, it is October. Now yeah, no, I'm going to be hitting it up. Yep. And to be fair, Halloween is a much bigger thing in the U.S. than it is here. It's big here, oh, okay. but in the U.S., it's like Christmas, isn't it? You guys yeah. really celebrate it. And that's still not quite the same here. Steve, so, we're the land so of excess. A, what the heck? Well, of it's, course. It's, we go okay, overboard cool. on everything. <laughs> <laughs> but particularly Halloween. It seems hmm. to have a real thing there. So, so yeah. So, we'll get to horror. But, um, so, yeah. What have I seen this week? I've seen the first of the Police Story trilogy in 4K. How was that? Um yeah, it's good, really good, actually. Now it's a martial arts thing. I know it's yep. not quite your your thing, but it, John it's good. loves yeah, it's that Jack- stuff. Yeah, John does. A big fan and funny enough, yeah, he he liked the the tweet that I put out. I think he might have even retweeted it actually. Um, and it's a it's a 1985. It's a it's mm-hmm. an ultra low budget um, Chinese Hong Kong action film with Jackie Chan. In the, I mean, he was still known in America, obviously, but he mm-hmm. wasn't a superstar in the states. But he, at that time. But he was in, in in Hong Kong, and this is the 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 classic sort of um, cop story, but with stunts that that of course he does all his own stunts. Yeah. They did it all low tech, just you know, oh you'll be all right. Just throw yourself out of that bus, just just drive that car straight down the mountain. Um, there's a thing here where in a shopping mall he jumps off of a a six story uh, bal- yeah, balcony and slides all the way down this 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 sort of rope thing to the bottom. No wires. No safety net, um, and you know because at the end they show you the B roll, and he he and it's just and the guy was hospitalised several times during it and all kinds of stuff. So anyway, that's the film, and it's really good, and it is eighties, and and it has its you know its charms, right? But the uh, but the action is good, and but the most importantly, the four K video on it, the remaster they've done on it, bearing in mind it's a very low budget movie and was shot hand you know handheld or or at least. In a, in a, and again, a, 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 a sort of cheap and cheerful way. It looks really, really nice and, and certainly the best I've ever seen it. And it comes as part of a trilogy. So it's this quite expensive box set I mentioned yep. a couple of weeks back. Yep. Um, so I was, yeah, I was impressed with that. And, and I put some pictures up on, on Twitter and, and, uh, and it, yeah, it looks decent. It's good. And the, the feedback from that seems to be that lots of people think the same. They've, they've really enjoyed the set as well. Of course, 
with any sort of set, someone's got to go, oh, it doesn't look as good as I wanted it to look. And oh, it's not, it doesn't look like Avatar, so I'm not happy. <laughs> so there was, there was one of those, I think. But most people are right. really impressed at what they've done, given the, yeah. the limitations of the source material. Um, so that was good. So I like that. And that's a, that's a recommended one for me. I, I thought it was good. Um, a good three crump, box of crumpets out of, uh, out of five. Um, <laughs> le- leaning into that, that's your right. fault. Yeah. Um, cause that's all you guys talk about is crumpets when you talk about the, the UK. <laughs> um, so that was that. Um, so that's, that's the action stuff. So now moving into horror. All right. So what I have seen this week is the original, I spit on your grave and then yes. the remake. Oh yeah, that's okay. right. You saw now. Both. Have you seen them? Have you seen either of them? I haven't seen the remake. I saw the original. When? How long ago? Eighties. Rented. I was going to say it must be. From, yeah, I rent. I wasn't even supposed to be able to rent it, but uh, the the gentleman that owned the the video store, um, he was he was my neighbor. He uh, he actually he was a retired uh, military, uh, and that's what he did with his retirement. You know, like you go in the military twenty mm. years, he's out at like 40 well it was 1838 38 years right, old wow. out of the military retired and he opened a video store in the 80s and it was right down the street i used to ride my bike down there and he would don't tell your parents yeah <laughs> and uh sadly he passed away during um covid and uh, uh. yeah uh it they said it was covid but his family's like it wasn't covid it's like he had been sick oh, for okay. a while so um, but we were lucky enough that we were able to get in. It was towards the, the back end of it. So we were able to get to mm. the funeral and stuff. So, uh, but yeah, oh, he wow. passed away during COVID, but yeah, I, I was telling people the story all the time. I loved it. I got posters from him. I got all the perks of the video. So I got the, you know, the cardboard cutouts that yeah, they'd the have. We used the to stand up. Standies. Yeah. Right. I mm-hmm. used to get those. I had a Rocky four one. The, the nice. Rocky Four standee. I lo- in my bed. I had a tiny bedroom, but it was filled with movie posters and standees and in a theater <laughs> in the front. Of, it was, uh. the, the only way that that could be a cooler story is if it was your parents that owned the video shop, like mine, oh. in the eighties. Yeah, but see, <laughs> that's the thing is he would give me stuff that my parents wouldn't let me have. So if my parents owned it, I wouldn't be able to get the stuff. So I'd ride oh, my true. bike down there. Don't tell your parents. Okay, I put that in, and yeah, I watched. I, it, 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 it bothered me. I, I don't think I, as a kid, I was like, I think my parents were right. I shouldn't have seen this. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was disturbing to say the least. It, it is very, just one very quick story about not being allowed to see stuff that your parents wouldn't let you see. Uh, bear in mind this video shop we had say, that's how we call video shop. Yeah. Video store. Right. They, we had 3,500 videotapes, video cassettes as we yep. would call them. And there was only one that my dad and my mom said, well, my mom didn't really care, but my dad, there's only one that he said, you are not allowed to watch. And that was Eddie Murphy's Delirious. Really? Yeah. What now, was I, it? Now, the language, just the just language. The language? Just, just, just the language? Just the language. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's Eddie Murphy, isn't it? Oh. And yet he had no problem with Beverly Hills Cop. Which has, well, which has that famous thing yeah. at the beginning with the with the police chief. Every word is F this, F that. Right. Uh, so he had no problem with that. But Delirious was the only well, film that I wasn't allowed to watch. That's so, of course, I was going to ask. When he was out one night, I watched it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's it, <laughs> just what you're going to do. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's the only one. He had no problem with Friday the 13th, 1 to 6. No problem <laughs> with Nightmare on Elm Street, 1 to whatever it would have been there, 5. Yeah. Um, no problem with, with, with all these movies. <laughs> and yet that one he had an issue with. So that, you know. 
but but now the interesting thing That's though to fun. go back to I spit on your grave is that it was banned in the UK. Yeah. So we 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 couldn't have seen it in the 80s because it was banned. You, right. You, you know. That was the that, that selling was... point here. This oh really? Ba- oh yeah, we knew banned that in it was Europe. Like, banned in the UK. Blah, 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 banned in mm. Europe whatever. It said I think it was on the box if I remember right. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I I it, I mean what's a better way to sell something to somebody mm. and you tell them you can't have it? But I want yep. it. You tell them you can't have it, and it's like that's probably what they should have done with the vaccines. Nope, can't have these. <laughs> I want them. No, yeah. no. But you force you people, up? and they go, no, no. no. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's psychology, Steve. That's all you got to do. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. Well, the, the, this was one of those video nasties we call them here from the eighties. So there were a number. So the Exorcist was banned. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was banned. Um, and actually Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I was listening yep. to Takeover Tuesdays earlier on my long drive that I did today. Toby Hooper, his claim to fame, because you guys were wondering which films he directed, and okay. I'm screaming at the radio, Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Anyway, I, I'm surprised At least you, you didn't, didn't like, pick up your phone and call me oh. and correct me. DJ! Your text came through <laughs> while it was. I was so close. That close. That close. Um, so anyway, so yeah, we, well, we got on to him. So Texas Chainsaw Massacre was banned. Uh, yeah, so I spit on your grave. Um, Last House on the Left, I think... The Exorcist, all these films were banned in the 80s. There was a guy who was the head of the, the British Board of Film Classification, who's like the MPAA mm. over here, the BBFC, we call them. And uh, yeah. he had just decided these films will never see the light of day and ban the lot. And, and this was one of them. So I'd, I'd never seen the original until this week when, you know, the disc arrived a oh, couple wow. of weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. No, I'd seen the remake but I had never seen it. So when I watched it in Cinema George this week, that was the very first time. Um, and so in terms of the film, it is disturbing. I actually think it's, it's actually quite a difficult watch. Yeah. And this is still slightly cut. This is, there is one minute and 42 seconds cut from this that, that is in the American version of this disc. Oh, okay. Um, so, but it, it's of the very unpleasant attack sequence. Right, right, right. And frankly, my view is, well, you know, I think I'd seen enough by that point, and I don't think I needed to see another yeah. minute and 42 seconds of it. You can get what's going on, and that's... I don't think you need much more. Um, so that's my excuse anyway. Um, and so the film is shocking, as it should be. I mean, they're both it, – because it's in two parts, isn't it? You've right. You've got the, the attack, build-up attack. Again, we spoiler-free from a film from 1978, but anyway. So yeah. you've got the, the, the attack. Film, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you've got the build up and the attack, and then you've got the revenge. The idea being that the attack is so horrible, the vengeance is then justified, excusable, justified. Just, I like your word. That's better. Yeah, definitely. So it's justified, isn't it, rather than excusable? And I think both of them are equally horrific and and disturbing. Right. And I hope that's what the filmmakers intended. That neither side of this is right neither of this is in fact is justified and then right that the, the, the behavior is is abhorrent and then that then the response is equally abhorrent both right. are disturbing and so and i, and I found that interesting i, I i'm not going to say i enjoyed the film because that would be entirely doesn't doesn't fit right that's like saying i had a good time with schindler's list you know it's not it's, right you just you just can't, you just say, can't that. You know, say it you yeah. i experienced saving it. private ryan is yeah, another one well quite the opening yeah, of yeah, that yeah. it's like you when i did the breakdown of that you're like i'm I'm horrified that i'm entertained it's like it's yeah but you are and you have yeah. to admit that part but 
yeah, people did this. This is real, no. right? And it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. in, in, and we're using it as entertainment. And it's the same idea, like you said, these things are meant to be difficult and to point yeah. to the, mm-hmm. to make us look at what we have as being, you know, better. Like you don't, yeah. you're not, you don't have that. And it's, it, yeah, it's, mm. Yeah. It's true. So, so this, so the, so the original of this one is, is has both of those. So, as a film, it was, it was certainly held the attention, shall we say? There you go. That'll <laughs> do. Rather than thin. it's an, it is an experience, and it is mm-hmm. difficult, and at times you're, you're sort of almost wincing, both before and after, especially in the bath. Ouch. Um, uh, and so, and of course, you haven't seen it since you. Well, you probably haven't forgotten it. You might not have entirely understood it. No, back when you were much younger, but, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah but, <laughs> like the image. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're walking with a limp as you leave your home theater, even though you've not had anything to do with it. So, so I, I, I was. It was an experience, and I'm glad I've seen it. I think it's an important part of a of a cinematic journey. If you're a horror fan, and I am, I think it's an important film to have seen. Right, and I and I will certainly keep it in the collection. I'm not sure how many times I'd watch it, but no. I've got it there, and I'm glad I've seen it. Um, so that was the original, and and in terms of the image quality, interestingly, I thought it looked really good. I mean, it's very very clear. Again, given the source limitations, and it because it, it it was a very low budget film as well. So the source limitations notwithstanding, I thought it looked really good, really colourful, sharp when it needs to be. Um, the sound is 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 you know is, is of its time. There's, there's only so much you can do with that. Right. You know, it's not you know there aren't huge explosions. There's nothing flying around overhead. Even upmix, there's only so much it can do. Um, but what is interesting is so having seen that and, and and bearing in mind I hadn't seen it before, so I couldn't compare it to an earlier version. What I was able to do is when I then went to the remake, which I have seen before. That's the 2010 remake. I've seen that a couple of times because that's just gore for gore's sake. And, you know, again, it's yeah. disturbing and it's hard to watch. And, you know, this, this is an unrated cut. My one actually is the American disc. Actually, it's the American Blu-ray. So it's uncut. It's unrated. And you've got the, again, same thing in terms of the film. It's, it's disturbing in the, in the middle. Sorry, in the, in the build up to the attack mm-hmm. in the middle. And then you have the vengeance, which I think is a little bit more sensationalized this time. I think this is, it was part of the horror porn era and i think there is a bit of you know there's a there's a touch much shall we say yeah. i think there is some reveling in the violence which is which is a bit uncomfortable but interestingly at the start of that film there are trailers because of course on the american blu-rays you guys get trailers quite often on them don't you we don't yeah. get them here very often it's very rare to get in a uk disc with trailers at the front but this one had a trailer now bearing in mind this disc is what 2010 so it's you know it's 12 years old the disc yeah. At the start, there's a trailer to the original I Spit on Your Grave on it. So I was able to watch that in what must have been the quality of it when it came out. Right. And then compare that to the blue the 4K disc. And it I mean it, it's it's totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was quite that was quite fun. That was a nice little extra. I was like, ooh, that's <laughs> nice. Came out of nowhere. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. That's yeah. Funny. So um so so yeah, so they they're both very uncomfortable watches, shall we say? Both are have their, you know, are, are worth seeing if you're into this kind of thing, and I mean that in the in the broadest of horror sense, right? Because um, no one wants to be into this kind of thing, no. um, and so it's uh, so yeah, so so that was an interesting little experiment and worth doing if if you you know if anyone listening to this has, has got them and wants you know or is thinking of getting them, the, the, the certainly the remastered version of the, the 4K disc is really good, and the remake is still only in. Uh, 1080p but is decent and and worth you know comparing and contrasting is interesting and they do 
there are echoes in the remake from the original. It's not completely yeah. different. And that's quite interesting to pick those out and see what they've done with yeah. that. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I don't, I can't really recommend it because it's not a very pleasant sort of, uh, right. It's evening. not, a, it's not a good, uh, it's not a, uh, like a, a great movie watch, but it's, it yeah. is something that should be experienced. Uh, I don't know yeah. if I'll take in the, the remake. I, I and I, I don't even know if I want to revisit the other one. It's mm. like, I mean, it, it yeah, there's so much great content out there. I know what happened. Well, I know exactly. the, it's like. Exactly, and it's not one you could watch because you're you. As, from what I remember, you like you you tolerate horror films, but Jen's the real fan. Is that right, or more? Yeah, of a but fan I don't, of she wouldn't. I don't even think she's seen exactly. It. She wouldn't like this. No, at all. well, that's that's but what I mean. So horror, if you were going to yeah. rewatch it, if you were going to rewatch it, you're not going to want to sit her down and rewatch it with no. her. I mean, you just come be, on, you'd just be like this, just just throughout <laughs> the whole film. I mean, it'd be it would be. I mean, I saw it on my own. It would be intensely uncomfortable watching it with, right. with I think with, with any other person, but especially a significant other. Yeah. And I think it would actually be deeply sort of, whoa, you know, and uncomfortable. So, yeah. so yeah, but it, but it, but you know, if you're interested in horror and you haven't seen them or you haven't seen it for a while in terms of the, the audio video, it's decent and it, and it's worth a, worth a watch. If that's something you think if might interest your, you, if that's yeah, your world. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. Well, yeah, quite. Um, so that's that one, and then and then the next horror one then was the original, A Nightmare on Elm Street, which oh, yeah. I watched this week. Now I I don't understand how my thought process is here because I because I don't know. Do you own the? Did you ever own the DVDs of these? Yeah. Did you ever own the oh, box yeah. sets of these? Uh, I think I had the Laserdisc too. I love the first okay. movie. Uh, I mm. like the second movie. I don't know if I really play. I did watch them all. I don't remember my opinions of the later ones. Mm. But uh, Nightmare on Elm Street was my, in the 80s, was my favorite of the Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, um, think of uh, uh, Halloween, Friday mm. the 13th, uh, Hellraiser, uh, all the bigs. From from the eighties, Nightmare on Elm Street was my favorite because I always thought it was the most creative done, and I've said that mm. before on here. Um, that just because it's, I love that whole the whole dream idea, and it's up. Whereas mm. the other, like Freddie and and Michael, are just like zombie drones that just walk fast. Jason, Jason, Jason and Michael, I, as J an Jason, I'm horror sorry, aficionado. Freddy, yeah. You know, I, I, I you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So okay. Well, that so that's interesting. And and is that now? Tell me this: is that one you hired from or rented from the video store? Because you'd have been too young for that when it came out in eighty four, presumably. No, I was fourteen. So did you? I might have seen. I know I saw it in the theater. I probably got in. Yeah, I got oh, in. Okay, well, I got in on in the theater on that one. Um. Uh. And then yes, by the time it came out on video, which was probably by I was probably fifteen by the time I mm. could get that on video, but I did see it in the theater. I did see, I definitely saw two in the theater. Um, mm. but yeah, it's, I, I love those movies. I love Freddie. Uh, I was see, I was too young for them. I, I never saw one, two or three in the cinema. I saw those as part of mum and dad's video shop. You know, I, I saw those there and, uh, and you know, they, they were great. Um, and so, but bizarrely, I own the DVD as well. I had the, the, cause they released this massive box set over here. I don't know if they did it there, but they probably did. Yeah. It was a huge box set that had all those kind of, at the time they were very de rigueur. You had all those kind of Easter eggs on the screen. You'd zip around it and you could tap on different little things that came up on the screen and it would lead yeah. to other featurettes. It was a very elaborate box set. 
Now, I, I got rid of my DVDs years ago. As soon as Blu-ray began to properly take off and I knew that HD DVD had gone, I got rid of all my DVDs. And I had assumed that I had replaced A Nightmare on Elm Street, at least the first one. Um, I knew I had the remake, again, another 2010, and that's not good, but I knew I had it. Um, and it turned out as I was, oh, what was I doing? I can't remember what it was. I was watching, oh, I was watching uh, Crystal Lake Memories the other night. It's an eight-hour documentary on Friday the 13th and yeah. all the various movies. And I love that stuff again. And so I, um, so I thought, ooh, it was about Freddy versus Jason, this particular bit. And I thought, I must rewatch A Nightmare on Elm Street. Went to the collection, not there. I'd never replaced it. Oh, wow. So I ordered a box set. All of them are available in, on Blu-ray, 1080p. They're not available in 4K yet, but 1080p, um, 20 pounds. So that would have been about $25, $26. Um, and all of them in a, in, a, in a fairly sizable box set. So that arrived the next day. And then I watched it night before last, the first one. Um, so, and, and I have to say, I mean, we all know it's a great film. I agree with you. I've, I've noticed some issues this time that I never noticed before. Uh -oh. And I've seen it lots of times. Yeah. So let's very quick. I'm just curious, right? Firstly, and I did tweet this out and John responded to this as well. It's quite funny. So she, when did you last see it? Have you seen it recently? -ish no, or? no years no, ago. Okay. So you, might, I, so you might, you might remember Nancy, is yep. being stalked by who we know is Freddy Krueger. We only know because she says it. She only works out that he's called Freddy Krueger because when she brings the hat back from the dream, right. his name is in the hat. Right. Now, I'm just trying to get my head around Freddy Krueger, massive dream demon, serial killer, and all the rest of it, but puts his name in his hat in case he loses it. <laughs> I know. I saw that on Twitter. You're like, didn't somebody never say his mother did it? Somebody yeah, said yes, his mother did, yeah. did it. <laughs> like it just seems like, so stupid, and yet I never it never occurred because to me you know there's a lot it. of hats lying around yeah. like that, <laughs> right? In Dreamland, in Dreamland. <laughs> but yeah, I just see it's funny you say that. I always just thought of it as that was part of the mystery because they were trying mm. to figure that the, this was like the adult version of Goonies or something. The kids were trying to figure <laughs> out the mystery, right? And it was mm -hmm. like, okay, where? Who is this guy? Why is he in our dreams? Mm -hmm. And then, as the move for people, I don't want to ruin it for people, but you yeah. find out what he did and mm -hmm. why he's there and what. And that's what I always thought was so creative. And in mm -hmm. in a way, it's like I never even I never looked at what you're about that. You're you're 100 yeah. percent right. And if you look at it in that in that light, you're like. Yeah, like, why wouldn't the guy have it? But I just thought it was a creative way to hear, mm. we're going to, you know, we're going to let them find out what his name is and how how can, mm. how else could we do it? It's like, why would he say, he doesn't walk up and shake your hand. Right? No, but all you, you know? all you need, all you need yeah. is a line of dialogue though, because as soon as she says that name, again, spoiler free, you then get the reason that the parents know about it from the parents. Right. So all you've got to do is is step back a minute, remove the dopey name on the hat, and say, because she says, oh, he's a guy with a fedora and a striped vest, and he's got knives for fingers or a glove with knives on it. Right. Now, there aren't many people like that wandering around the place. Well, you so want presumably to just, the, the, you know, the, the mother's going to yeah. say, that's Freddy Krueger. Right. You don't need the hat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so true. anyway, so that yeah. was that. And also, the other thing that I noticed as well this time is um, – she a number of times in the film unusual things happen but they appear to happen in the real world not the dream world so i can't quite understand if if i understand when you're a, when you're asleep 
he's in the nightmare, so things can happen. Anything can happen in the nightmare. I get that. Yeah, yeah. But a number of funny things happen in the real world when the character is not asleep. And I can't quite figure out, and it was kind of doing my head in, how is it that that happens when they're wide awake in the real world and no one's asleep? So I haven't... Well, yeah, there you go. There See, you we go. had that conversation that while back about, um, <laughs> oh, what was it? Oh, uh, oh, um, uh, malignant about oh, how geez. it is they could yeah. control the uh, how could they control the radios when the radio when you know yeah 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 that was, there that? was no rhyme or reason like yeah you're right exactly yeah. and that's what I had with this and suddenly I'm thinking well that doesn't quite yeah. make sense but it was still very cool um, and the main thing though the main thing I would say is the audio on it the video is not bad at all the audio on it is actually really good and up mixes beautifully in neural x um so it floats around the room the score floats front to back you know left to right it, it it just kind of lingers in the air which is a really nice thing when it's trying to be ethereal and a bit a bit scary and a bit strange it's really nice and it does it right from the very beginning um and so that was a really nice surprise i was not expecting that at all i just um, bought it and is well yeah, quite. <laughs> i hadn't bought just it yet the first on the one or all, all the whole set just, no just the first one they don't have they don't have them all I mean, they have them all, but uh, the first yeah, one is, is basically the um, on Kaleidoscape. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, two and three are in standard def. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. This one's in HD with the DTS. Uh, and I'll be really interested to see what you make of it. And this is the perfect season for it. So if you if you do sit down, I'll be really curious to see what you make. But it, it is really, really nice for a yeah. film from 1984 that was quite low budget even then, hence all the various gags yeah. that they came up with um because there are no stars in that film i mean johnny depp of course johnny went depp on before to he was star, johnny depp but yeah he, but yeah exactly that um so it's a it's a low budget lean and mean movie so you don't expect this kind of this this really clever score to to do what it does but it, yeah. it really works well so again yeah i'll be curious to see what you make of it i think you'll be pleasantly surprised with the audio and the video is decent too they haven't scrubbed it clean is a nice natural grain. The colors really pop. Um, and, it, and it's quite a technicolor movie anyway, in many yeah. ways. Um, and so, especially all the daytime stuff. So, yeah, I, I thought it was really good. A nice surprise. And I'm looking forward to moving on to two, three, four, five, six, and seven. Yeah. Um, yeah I like one and three. I like one, two, three are really good. Four, five, six, yeah, less so. We'll see what they're like when I when I revisit them. And then seven is a new nightmare, which I haven't. I haven't seen since the cinema and I didn't think much of it then, but I'm told and people that again, I know well that it's a, it's actually a proto scream. It, it, it was scream before scream came along. So, oh, wow. you know, it's, it's very self-referential. It's very knowing. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I need to revisit that now I'm older and hopefully I'll enjoy that more this time. We'll see. Um, so yeah. So nice. those are the ones from this week, apart from the main one, which is the one from last night. Now, I don't know if this is the one you want to talk about, <laughs> mm, probably not if you just saw it last night uh, maybe not then old henry oh no 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 i haven't seen that uh, no i haven't seen okay. that yet. but you Ooh. yeah i saw your tweet about it i saw i'm very interested in this um unforgiven like or it is so is okay, it so big thank you to you and john because without you two mentioning it in the new releases thing that what two three weeks Couple ago, weeks ago yeah. i'd never heard of it Never heard of it, didn't know what it was. And when I saw the still on on the the, the, the picture you put up, yep. it looked to me like a sort of director video 
you know, young yeah. guns rip off because of the, you know, you've got the, 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 the heads across the top. You've got the kind of quite a cliched yeah. image, which does the film no justice whatsoever. Really? Because I actually like it. does it no favors. Oh, it, it just looks cliched to me. That picture looks, well, looks like a DTV movie. Well, yeah, it yeah. looks like a DTV movie. One that yeah. you like a movie of the week, uh, uh, you know, not quite a Hallmark channel because it's a Western, but, uh, but, you know, just a, just a, yeah. a, a, a just a, just a, a, a knockoff of, of millions of other Westerns you've already seen. I mean, some might say all Westerns are a knockoff of one or another, but, right. but you know, that, but you know, the, having, having then seen that on the, the picture you put up, having then looked into it and seen a, a very, glowing set of reviews on imdb um i thought Do you know what i looked watched the trailer like the trailer i thought i'm gonna get it so i had to import it because it's not available here at all it's not even available on streaming it's not available yeah. on dvd blu-ray or 4k yet here um and it arrived yesterday i straight to the top of the viewing pile and i watched it last night so i think it is excellent really very very good indeed yeah um the movie uh, no i'm not i'm gonna say very little about it because it is a film that that that, as we've talked about before washes over you and envelops you and it's a film that is not necessarily going where you think it may go it is it's definitely owes a debt to unforgiven there's no getting away from that it is that you know there's no doubt and it's no surprise from the trailer that, that the main protagonist um literally the old henry of the film is is not quite what he is presented to be initially that's no secret because it's in the in the trailer um but it's very very well told it's a it's a it's only about an hour and 40 minutes long it's relatively short it 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 moves along nicely it's very kind of low-key there you know there it's a it's it the score is 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 awesome it's a sort of a the, the main theme is just a violin just a sort of soulful mournful violin playing which is really evocative um, and it's one of those westerns that you feel like you're in that world. You, you almost feel it's like Dances with Wolves and and, the, and some of the best westerns where you can almost feel like you're in the, this world. You could just you could almost just sit there and watch the world go by within this within this world. And it's like that. Um, uh, and 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 the big thing about it, which I did put up on Twitter with the with the pictures, is it's shot in one sorry two six six to one aspect ratio, so ultra wide. Ultra wide, so you get thicker yeah. bars at the top and yes. bottom. Yeah, yeah, quite, quite significantly thicker as well. Yeah, not that you know. For those of us, I mean, you've got a much bigger screen than mine, but I would say from even my size screen, it it looks amazing. Yeah, in the and the and the scope ratio for it just just makes it look you know even better than it would have been otherwise. Um, and it and it's unusual. I mean, the, the only thing I could think of, I was trying to think of other movies recently that use that. And the only other one I could think of was another Western, which is The Hateful Eight, which was mm. shot in this sort of 270, so slightly mm-hmm. wider, but, but in that ultra-wide ratio. Um, and it, fit, it fits the movie beautifully. It's yeah. really, really nice. Um, and the 4K and the HDR, again, you get the sunsets, the sunrises, you get the sun glinting through cornfields, well, not cornfields, but wheat fields yeah. and, and all this stuff. And it, it looks beautiful within the, the 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 parameters of the film um so yeah i i really really recommend that that is one to get all day long um I'm sound is good in it uh kaleidoscape has it uh and I, I interestingly enough it's it's the studio from is shout factory 
Yeah. And I, when I had Luke on, he was saying that, cause I remember I mentioned, uh, different, like some of these smaller studios, like shout factory arrow mm-hmm. stuff. We Kaleidoscape and he's like, no, they actually have a deal with, Shout Factory. They have an agreement okay. with them too. So they get their stuff every now and then. And this clearly mm-hmm. is one of them. But their mm-hmm. aspect ratio listed here is 240. But I'm interested. I wonder sometimes they, it'll say stuff like that. But it, even though they probably just don't have it set for a, like a 270 or exactly. 266 or something. So I'll be interested. Yeah. I'll probably grab that. And um, once October, remind me after October and I'm done with horror. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll probably read it. Cause <coughs> Unforgiven is one of my favorite movies. And when I read this, I was like, mm. hmm. you know, back when we were talking about it and I was reading what it was about. Um, mm. I was like, huh, I wonder if that's anything like it. So, but yeah, it it is. It definitely owes a debt to it, but it, but it's, it's, it's unforgiven like, but with an additional, element to it cool. that, that elevates it so it's it, you know is it as good as unforgiven no clint eastwood in a cowboy hat on a horse is you know up here you can't you just can't criticize it you can't right. I mean, you just can't however this is this hat this knows unforgiven exists as in the filmmakers of course and tries to add a little something different to it um, all the performances are top notch. It's quite violent at times. It's got you know. It, it's not afraid to to show you what happens when someone gets shot. Um, and it, but it's nevertheless really well done. And and I wouldn't have expected a performance like this, a leading man performance like this from Tim Blake Nelson, who's normally a character actor. He, you know, he right. is the the the, um, uh, the 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 thinker or whatever he's going to be in, in the Incredible Hulk. You know, he's yeah, the, yeah. not the thinker what am i thinking oh brainy oh god i don't know it's got my yeah, yeah. um so i'm with he, you so i'm with you <laughs> yeah you yeah, got it yeah so he so he's normally a character actor and yet he's the, the lead in this and he is perfect for it he's not he, he looks like he's from that that era he looks like he's just been pulled right out of the old west um and i don't mean that to be rude to him but he does yeah and and so he you know he's not your typical it's not your um, Jesse James, Brad Pitt, you know, it's not your, you know, your chiseled leading man, um, you know, Kurt Russell in Hateful Eight or Bone Tomahawk. He's, he looks genuinely like he is from that era. And when the film plays out and we, we may have to talk spoilers on that when you've seen it, cause I'll be curious to get what you think of it. When the film plays out and you look at it again, having watched it, it, it has an extra layer of sort of, of truthfulness to it. And I, I know I'm being very, very um, vague. obtuse. Yeah, vague. Yeah, because I don't want to. I do not want to spoil it. it right, needs right, to right. Be seen. But it's very, very good, and it deserves to have been seen by more people. So you know, through this, yeah. uh, you know, uh, is, it, people should get it. Uh, in the states, you can get it. Obviously, no problem. Right away. Yeah. You'd have to import it, and it's not cheap, especially the way the pound is at the moment. Um, but it's it's really good, and the sound is only DTS HD. But you, again, it's five point one. But you upmix it. Yeah. And it, and there's, there are a number of occasions when it, when, and as I was watching, I thought DJ's going to love this where <laughs> you get a shot, a shot ring out and you it then echoes. get the echo rolling back across oh. the room. And I, it's so cool. And there are loads of them. It's oh. not just once or twice. Right. And it's such a cool effect that it, it genuinely, you feel like you're in a field, you feel like you're in this, this big yeah. area oh. and it's, it's, it's really well done. And a film that I can, I can imagine seeing time and time and time again, this is not a one and done I, I think this is one that you could you could almost watch as often as you watch Unforgiven. Um, yeah. It's really well done. Funnily enough, the director, a guy called, um, it's a really unusual name, 
Um, he must be either a first-time director or he's just very low. He's he's on Twitter and he's only got about 700 followers on Twitter as a director of a film. Um, and so I'm going to reach out to him because I want to know why shooting that very difficult scope ratio when it must have been more difficult to do because it's not just all exteriors. If it, if the whole thing is shot outside, right? It's been shot in Tennessee and in, in in Watertown in Tennessee. I looked it up on IMDb. Um, and and so if it's all exteriors, you want that wide ratio, don't you? You want to get as much of that beautiful pristine landscape, right? Because it's a flat area, relatively, yeah. right? You're not yeah. looking. Yeah. It's not like Lord of the Rings where you have no. You want to have a wide shot for Lord of the Rings, but you also mm -hmm. need to have a little bit of height there to get that mountainous area where this is the exactly. plains. So you, yep. it, I think stretching that out really amplifies that, that, that look, that's what it's like to be out yep. there. And you look around, you're like, holy crap. Right. Cause your eyes don't yep. go up. There's nothing. So you're just like this. Exactly. And you're right. When you bring it inside that same aspect ratio, you're going to be like, but I would, I'd be willing to bet that he says like it was worth the, the that juxtaposition of going inside a building and even keeping that mm -hmm. aspect ratio and now taking that frame and going outside. It just amplifies that even more mm -hmm. for the viewer. And it, it, you know, yeah, it's I, I love but that I'm, stuff. I'm yeah. definitely going to reach out to him just out of curiosity. I just want to know. Um, so, it, but it's a it's an important film. You know, is it is it going to be a stone cold classic? Are we going to be talking about it in twenty years time? Probably not. But is it very, very good? Yes, it is. And for a film like this, these are the sort of movies we should be championing, really, and, and yeah. telling people about. Because it just—I I don't know if it had a theatrical release. I've got no—I no. I don't know. Um, but it, it, if it did, it was a blink of an eye, and it is gone. Right. And it, and it didn't hit any streaming services, as far as I know. Um, and again, had you guys not flagged it up, I wouldn't have even been aware mm. of it. Um, but I'm—I'm I'm really glad I imported it and saw it. Um, so yeah, I'll be. Again, you know where we'll really be talking about it in the future. I, and you probably, probably, I haven't even seen it yet, but just mm. off of your review, your raving review mm. of it is mm. in the future. Somebody goes, Oh, I love unforgiven. You're like old Henry. You yep. love that. Yep. Go see this. It's not as good, but you're going to love this. It's yeah. that. And it's got this different element. Uh, and I'm, I'm just, you know, parroting you. And <laughs> it's like, mm. but I think that's where it could live. That's the world. Yep. And, and that's where it gets its legs over time. Because there are some movies that just don't get the. They, they just don't get the publicity because there's so much content out there. Yeah. And, well, uh, quite. but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's well worth picking up. It really is. I, I was very pleasantly surprised and well worth interrupting my horror marathon to do it. Um, I'm glad I did. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, it's really good. So I will, yeah, I'll, I'll set a reminder outside of October to remind you. Yeah. November 1st. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. November 1st. Yes. Um, so yeah, so that's the stuff I've seen this week. Um, all right. that's pretty much it. I, oh, I did see the new episode of Andor earlier today. I have seen that now okay. as well. Um, but oh, I that's today. Seen I haven't that seen that yet. You've already nope. just woken up. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Um, mm. But let's, uh, oh, we could still, we could talk. Uh, did you see um, the end? Of, was it Ring? Is it Rings of Power? Yeah. The end of the I latest? haven't seen it yet. Okay, you haven't. John and I talk about no. it later. I wanted to know what you thought okay. on your TV. There's, I, yeah. <sighs> there's an issue. There's an, not with the Ooh. movie, but with the, um, they shot it a, a really dark nighttime scene on a beach, and the, is, that, is that Rings of Power or was that game, uh, dra the House of Dragons? House of Dragons. Some... I'm getting them so mixed up. House of Dragons. Yeah. Sorry, did you see that one? It's okay. I haven't. No, I haven't seen oh, okay. any of House okay. of Dragons yet. I'm waiting for the 4K disc. It sounds like okay. I've made the right choice. If there are issues with the stream, 
but there are well i i that's why i wanted to get your opinion on it is because yeah. you have you know you have a really nice display and see what and mm. it's properly calibrated and all that mm. um john had some issues we'll talk about it we're going to talk about it in a little bit um mm. but he was interested to see what i thought with the with the lumagen and and I liked it. John, John liked it. He could see, but he's like, he, we, we discuss it later, but I wanted to get your opinion on it, but, uh, but sorry. it is definitely something. And I love that HBO is doing that because I saw one person on Twitter and I say this to John as well. Um, they're like, I think they're doing it on purpose. Now, is he saying that in like a mean way? Like the, the producers mm. of these of game of Thrones and, and now house of the dragon is like, haha ha, we're gonna push the envelope is he saying it like they're doing it on purpose to really show people or is he like ah they're doing it on purpose to screw with us like me yeah. like i i do think they're doing it on purpose they are pushing the envelope mm. with what mm -hmm. hdr is capable of which what streaming is capable of and where the benefit we with the properly set up systems or even in a case like john where he's like i don't think i pulled everything out of this that i could have mm. but he knows and it's something that we you we don't look at it as bad we look at it as a challenge right mm -hmm. and that's what john and i get into and and how do you how do you make your system better and it's like i mean the movie the the show foundation was the reason that pushed me to buying the lumogen i was just yeah. so fascinated with the show and i was getting the i knew i was missing something i wasn't getting everything i could get out of this show on apple tv and then i was like i need more what can i do and i actually tried cheaper ways and finally jim's jim helped me with those cheaper ways and then finally he was like just get the lumogen i'm like <laughs> all right i uh, so i did and then and I, literally i i've said it on the pod i'm like i, I, I got emotional i was like oh my god look at that mm. it's like i could that i didn't even know was there and i go to that scene all the time now but but it's the, the content is what's pushing us is what's driving yeah. us so mm -hmm. the fact that hbo which has been panned for a while you know with the, some of their content yeah. they put out uh, game of thrones had been on there for a long time with no 4k or hdr and now it is looks great but i love the, these content providers are pushing the envelope for people like us and it's so much fun to listen to the people on Twitter that think physical media is just as good as streaming. And they're like, this looks like crap. Oh, okay. Mm. Last week you were saying that this is the same, but you're telling me that looks like crap. Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, I will buy the set. As soon as it comes out, I'm going to buy it on oh, 4K. Yeah. But the, the reason is, you see, we, we don't, obviously we don't have HBO Max here. Oh, okay. um, we, we just don't have it over here. Um, I don't know if we're going to get it either, but so, so here it's, it's, it, there is a separate channel that shows it, um, on a, on a, on a, a cable service called sky, sky TV. Yeah. Yeah. And I've I don't, and I don't have that. Okay. So it, and so we can, I can pay for it extra on this app called now TV, but then it's, it's only playing it in 5.1 if that, and, and even yeah. then, and also it'll be a down converted 1080p of crap and and i and i've got recent thing when when the snyder cut came out yep that was the same that because again there was no hbo max so i paid for that to watch it and i remember watching that in the cinema room and it was two channel Ooh. 1080p and you know yeah. it looked okay but you know it, it's just a way so so i don't want to do that with, with with house of the dragon i want to wait see it properly yeah and then you know i can see then whether there's an issue with the with this this beach scene i mean i had read over the weekend that, that people were complaining about it um 
But, you know, it, it's no different to what we had with, with Game of Thrones in that episode six, was it, or seven? Uh, episode um, you know, three, season eight. Long season, night. Uh, the, the long right, night. There you go. Yeah, yep. exactly. And they were moaning about that, and yet I didn't have a problem with it. And, and certainly the 4K disc looks great yeah. and, and you know, again, properly calibrated in a well-lit room, you know, well-light-controlled room. Um, yep. Then it's, you know, it's absolutely fine. And I suspect it'll be the same with this. Um but yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing it. Although I've had mixed reviews about the actual show itself, I'm loving um, it. I'm loving it. I, well, I, I spoke to a friend of mine this morning as I was driving up to see my dad, and he was saying he's he's pretty much done with the series. He, he just he said it's just too slow, and he loves Game of Thrones. He doesn't like how it ended, but he loves Game of Thrones. Yeah, um, and was just like from episode one of Game of Thrones. There was yeah. Sean Bean that you knew what they were doing. You knew where they were doing it. There was a, a cliffhanger after each episode. There was a there was a, dr- a narrative drive. Yeah. Not quite the words he used, but it's what he meant. There was a narrative drive to Game of Thrones that he says, and, and I don't know because I haven't seen it, but he says that's very lacking in House of the Dragons. He said it's just people all look kind of similar to one another. They're all kind of – there's a lot of sitting around. He says, I can't work out whose dragon belongs to who. And so he, right. he's – so he's become frustrated with it, and he is he is done with the series. He said, "I'm I'm not I'm not going to bother with it." Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm I will buy it day one on 4K disc. I, you know, it's me. Yeah. Um. So I'm looking forward to it. But be, but as I said, I can't stream it easily. So I'm happy to wait if that makes sense, rather than watch it in a, it you know in a in a in a poorer environment. I want to yeah. see it properly. So yeah, once I've seen that, then I'll know. Um. And I can yeah. I can assist you with my view. Um. But yeah, not until then. I think the story is, it feels slower, and I talk about this with John a little bit too, it feels slower than Game of Thrones, but Game of Thrones, I mean, and I asked John this, are we we suffering from the fact that we have eight years, eight seasons of history of Game of Thrones, and the knowledge of what came after season one that played into what we think of season one now? Because there's going to be a lot more, this isn't a one and done season. Right. There's going to no. be more story and they're they're still developing it now. I will say, and this is spoiler free, but we don't have a Peter Dinklage. We don't. And what I say mm-hmm. to John later is we don't have that. That's the one thing I wish this show had that that Game of Thrones had throughout is mm-hmm. that we had that comic relief, which takes yeah. the dire situation that this entire world is in. Right. Whether it's House mm-hmm. of Dragon or Game of Thrones. But it takes that dire situation and creates some dynamics to the show because there's moments mm-hmm. when you're laughing and then there's moments when you're horrified and there's moments when you're scared, right? Mm-hmm. Or outraged, right? All of those, you had all those things here. We're getting all of that in House of the Dragon, but we're not getting the levity that is brought by okay. Peter Dinklage. So you, so everything's kind of flatlined up here. And that's, that's where I think... I people are feeling that it's a little slow because mm. pacing can be, can appear to be quicker. If you're going like this, if you're like, yay, yeah. bad, yay. Mm. bad, And you're always looking around the next corner of what's coming next. Whereas we're just going along the ride and it's still just flat. And you're like flat in a way of like dire outraged or whatever, but you don't have those like lighter moments to, to create that dynamics. It's sort of a, a dramatic fatigue. 
Correct. It just, just, yeah. It's just all the same stuff. Yeah, which is, which is, a, which is a pitfall, isn't it? And, yeah. and to be avoided. You see, my, my take again. Bear in mind, I haven't seen it, but my, my, I was wondering if, and it's just a theory from nowhere, whether with Game of Thrones, of course, that when that came out, not, I mean, it, it was the books were a huge hit, but most people, again, the, the great unwashed. Uh, and I would have been one of those had never read the books, right? So didn't so didn't know what it was, and and so they were had seen Lord of the Rings and kind of assumed, well, it's going to be that, isn't it? Because there's dragons and stuff in it, so that's what it'll be. And so I think they they felt the need to jump into the story more quickly. Yeah. They had to get people on board that didn't know this world, didn't didn't understand it. They also, as you say, Peter Dinklage, Sean Bean, who of course was a familiar face, yeah, and was probably the only star in you know air quotes of that first series because lena heady people had seen but wouldn't really know her oh i know um, her, you yeah, know, yeah. From, uh, so you, you terminator know, from sarah connor and, chronicles, sarah connor chronicles uh, 300 dread, dread. Three, exactly yeah. but she's a character actress she would not have been a star at that i think she is right. now but i don't think it would have been then so so i think they they felt a pressure to drive the story to get you involved and have cliffhangers to keep you coming back for more. And I wonder now whether they think rightly or wrongly, whether they now think, well, you know, the world, you know, what Valeria is, you know, who the Targaryens are, you know, who the Lannisters are. If you're watching this, you haven't, you're you're not going to watch this having not seen game of Thrones because that would be odd. Right. And so they may feel that dramatic pressure, that pressure to move everything forward is it really there because there is a fan base for this already built right. in? Now that might be nonsense. I'm I'm just assuming that based on kind of the description of the episodes that, that right. my friend has given me. But that would ex- that would explain why it's a bit slower. That would explain why it's they don't a need bit a hook. Cerebral. You're already Indeed. hooked. Yep. They don't need it, the hook. It, yeah, quite. And that's the that you, that's a great point. And mm-hmm. like you said, rightly or wrongly, because sometimes you do still need a hook. Because we still want to be entertained. And yep. um, I was. And all those names you mentioned, the all the all the cities and stuff, and it, they're mm-hmm. all mentioned a little bit in the early episodes. So that, to me, was the hook, right? Yeah. But then once you're mm-hmm. into the world, it kind of it kind of slows. It does. It slows down. I'm still fascinated mm-hmm. by it. I still love it. And I, I, and I, I say to John again later that, I'm also watching it like 85% of concentration on the story because I know I'm going to be watching this like a hundred percent. Like when the disc <laughs> comes out, I, I want to experience it here. I want to be, let it wash over me. But then when I watch it a second time, that's when I'll be like, Oh, that's what I, you know, when you, when you watch something a second time, you can get a lot more. Cause you know, the full story, you enjoyed it, but yeah, now you see it's where like, it's going. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, that's mm-hmm. she's foreshadowing right there. When the first first viewing, you don't know that that person's saying what they're saying. You don't know what they're talking about yet. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that disc. Um, it's a great home theater experience, even on HBO mm-hmm. Max. They did a fantastic okay. job. Um, so yeah, people in the states definitely, it, it's worth the watch. And then when the disc comes out, it's definitely much like I'm saying with Top Gun. You know, Maverick. Mm-hmm. It's like watch it and then compare and and enjoy it i mean it, it, it you know house of the dragon should be an excellent home cinema experience i mean game of thrones is some of the best home theater tv there's ever been yeah i mean that that battle of the the bastards episode i mean that's yeah. one of my demo sequences i've got a, my my sister-in-law uh she uh she's a big game of thrones fan she's only ever watched it on a 46 inch tv that they've got tv speakers 
and she uh, loves it. She's seen yeah. Game of Thrones many times. So she, when she popped around to Cinema George, um, I thought, right, let's just put on the, you know, the Battle of the Bastards episode, the two bits, the attack on the bay, yeah. and then the, 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 oh. the, uh, the field battle sequence. And the horses in that, I mean, you've seen it that way. I mean, they're oh, yeah. thundering in like Braveheart and, and, yep. and, you know, and, and uh, the last jewel. They come thundering in and then all the cacophony of noise around it. And again, she was just like, I, I've never seen Game of Thrones. So indeed, now, you, you know, now you're seeing it the way it's, you know, perhaps right. it's meant to be seen. Um, so, so with all of that stuff, that the quality of that, no doubt they're going to transfer that to House of Dragons and wait. then push it even further. Yeah. So it should be, and of course now you've got these seven four seven size, you know, um, uh, dragons floating yeah. about the place. From from what I'm told, I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. Then those should have all the power and the majesty and the oh. noise made for overhead speakers, made for you know envelopment around the room. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. There's Hopefully. some there's some takeoffs <laughs> where your subwoofers are just like the wings are on either it's side. Like, yeah, go, the they're so the big because you're 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 focused in on the dragon, mm-hmm. and you're watching it take off, and the the wings go off screen, but the sound yeah. the, and you can feel the power of the because they don't flap like a hummingbird, right? No, so you no. get the <laughs> and your room just goes. You're like, oh my God. nice. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I, like I said, it, it, even with my friend saying, you know, I'm done with it. I will. I've got to, you know, I've got to see it. I, I really do like Game yeah. of Thrones. Funnily enough, I've got the whole box set of them all. I haven't been back through them. I need, I've oh, seen yeah. them all two or three times, but I've I've had the 4K yeah. box set now for nearly two years, and I've um and I've not I've not been back through and watched it from the beginning. Before this disc comes out, I will. Oh, because wow. I'm looking forward to. It. I've seen, like I said, I've seen them all. Yeah, I saw them when they came out. I saw them on Blu-ray. The last two seasons I saw in 4K because that was the 4K. Yeah, yeah. But then, so I, I will go back and I'm looking forward to going through them all. I mean, I, as I said, I, I bought it two years ago and just haven't got back around to rewatching yeah. them. But I will before House of Dragons comes out just for the experience. That's an endeavor right there. That's like, what, 80 Eight hours? Seasons. Yeah. It's about yeah, 80 it's hours, lot, something like that. Yeah. Or it's a little <laughs> less than that. I think it's like 60 hours because the last couple seasons mm. aren't 10 episodes. They're like yeah, six, they're six, I think and, six, six and seven. seven, something like that. Yeah, so that'll be great. Oh, I, yeah. I will do that before House of Dragons comes out. I've got time. That's what I'm telling myself. Look at I've you. I've got time. All right. <laughs> All right. This last one. Steve. Okay. Lay buddy, it on me. My man. You recommend anything for me. You've completely redeemed yourself. <laughs> Compl- which, one? which one? Predestination. Oh, Predestination. Pre. Predestination. Yeah. Pre predestination didn't you, did you tell me about it i thought you told me about it was it me oh was wow me? oh <laughs> no oh it had to be a takeover tuesday yeah mine was oh. the outfit and and uh and, and those ones i didn't uh yeah here's no, the best no, no, no. i thought it was you uh-oh all no. right so it's not you i'll accept it if i redeem myself no, i'll no. just accept it oh That's now fine. <laughs> oh now i know i was it andrew else whoever's listening is going it was me and i was like i thought it was you <laughs> and i'm taking all the credit for it i mean i hope it's really upsetting them. no it was um uh let me, who could it have been who would it who would it have been it could have been uh i'm trying now i'm trying to think of who who i had not was only did i Charlotte? not recommend it i've never heard of it i know well now i'm gonna recommend <laughs> it to you oh um it might have been was it john from last week 
it had to be within the last couple of weeks. So it was either John or I think, um, I think the t- takeover Tuesday before that was, um, Andrew. So maybe it was Andrew. And <laughs> so hopefully uh, let me know whoever it was. Mm. I'm sorry. Cause later I tell John about it and I'm like, you got to see this. Um, so anyways, this movie is a, a mind bender. Okay. It's, it's insane. It's about time travel. There's a time travel okay. and that's in the synopsis, but it's mm. got Ethan Hawke, uh, Sarah Snook and, Put it this way, like, I, I can't spoil it. I don't want to spoil it for you. It's no. on Amazon right now here in the States. It's on Amazon for like nine bucks. Okay. Uh, John looked it up. He said he wanted to see if he could um, rent it. So he might rent mm-hmm. it. But it's a great, I wouldn't say it's a great home theater experience. It's really good. But I'll be honest with you. The story twisted my head so much that <laughs> I wasn't really so much involved with my theater. Okay. Yeah, we've got it for free here on Amazon Prime. It's free. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Um, Look at that. Yeah, wonder, 2015 we, film. Uh, An hour and 38 minutes long. 2014. Yeah, February 2015. Oh, it came out Chronicles on Chronicles the life of, so of a many... temporal agent sent on an intricate series of time travel journeys. Yes. Designed to stop crime before they are committed. Yeah, so it sounds like Time Cop or or yeah. Minority or Report. Minority type. Report, yes. Right, but this is it's closer to Time Cop than it is... Okay. To, to Minority Report, because he does travel through time. Uh, the mm-hmm. beginning of the movie, you're not really aware of that, but it's in the synopsis. I feel like if they didn't put that in the synopsis, it would have been even better, but I don't think they mm. would have got people to see it. But by the end of the movie... So let me give you my scenario. This Obviously, this is spoiler-free. I started watching it on, <coughs> on Saturday, and my son had some work to do on his truck. So he goes out into the driveway. I asked him if he wanted to watch it with me. Um, actually, if he was going to watch a movie with me, we were going to watch bullet train. And he said, no. And I go, all right, I'll wait for you. And I go, let me put this one on. So I put on (laughs) predestination. It's only, it's like an hour and a half long. When you take the credits off, it's like a minute, an hour 30. Okay. So it's a quick view, but at the end, like, so my son comes in, I'm probably about 40 minutes into the movie and he goes, (laughs) ah, I can't do what I wanted to do. I need a part, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right. He goes, I was going to hang out with you. I'm like, let me get you up to speed. So I start telling him about the first 40 minutes. I swear to God, the first 40 minutes, it took me to describe it to him, what was going on. 40 minutes. It took, yeah, because he's like, but what about this? And I go, yeah, but this is this. Oh, and I forgot to tell you about this part. So at the end of the movie, now I caught him up. He watched the rest of the movie with me. And then we sat in that theater for probably 45 minutes and went, this... But this is, how is this? And blah, 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 blah. And I was like, it is a mind bender. We had a blast with it. And it was, okay. I mean, you're going to, I mean, it's, I don't want to say it's not wonky like a, like a hurricane heist, but mm. it's got some real twists to, <clears throat> to, to the whole entire time travel idea that you're just, it's so much fun. And I, okay. I, I, I was just excited to talk to you because I maybe that's why mm. I thought you said it because I just wanted to talk to somebody that had seen it and I thought it was you, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think it was, it, it, I think it was either Andrew or John. It was Takeover Tuesday. It must have been Andrew or John. And um, mm. yeah, because I know it wasn't Reggie. I'd seen it before. I I talked to Reggie. Um, mm. Yeah, it's a, it was amazing. It was 
Well, just if we could just clip the bit. Can I just clip the audio where you says I've redeemed myself, and can I just use that? That's fine. I'll just assume it. <laughs> you can just go see it, and you know what's going to be funny? You're going to see it and be like, "I hated it, DJ." So you ruined no. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I redeemed myself inappropriately. Yeah, and uh, yes, you uh, not redeemed yeah. yourself. No, that, that's funny. Great. So now it's going to be funny how this podcast plays out too, because I'm going to rave about it later. Then I'm going to talk to you about it. And I oh, and I'm going to say that I was so happy to talk to Steve about it, but I hadn't talked to you yet. Yeah. But I and it and it didn't work out. So it's almost like there's a time travel loop. <laughs> yes. Look at you. This. Wow. This. Done. Done. <laughs> I blame. Oh, do you know who I blame? I blame future DJ. Clearly future DJ has been up to his tricks. That's what's going on. That'll excuse it. There you That's go. It's exactly a time loop. What it That's great. That's great. That's who to blame. That we Always have. blame future DJ. Yeah. And, and frankly, I'm still upset that future DJ hasn't sent me the lottery numbers. So, I got uh, you know, I got you seven. It'll come through. Yeah. Well, that's it. There you go. I only need five more. I can give you the numbers, but you don't know when they're going to play. Oh, future DJ, <laughs> honestly. Right. That's not good enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so, oh, so yeah, wow. so I, I, well, I, I will give it a watch. I will give it yeah. a watch. And if it's not a particularly a home theater one, presumably I could watch that on my iPad when I'm stuck out somewhere. Presumably. Well, no, it is a or good is home be theater. More, it, focus. It, it's gotcha. got a good home theater environment to it. It's, but again, I, I can't even, I can't, I know there were some instances that might, there's some great, all right, here's one. It just came back to me, mm. but I'm so over, overtaken by the story and by the, mm. by the experience of the movie that it is that I'd forgotten this. And then when I sat down with my son, when I brought him in, I go, oh, this has got some great bass. There's some nice gunshots. He uses a revolver. Okay. And there's some real nice gunshots that ring out. And my son was like, yeah, he uses it again later too in the movie when my son came in. And I was like, see, I told you, they're really nice. So there's a <laughs> nice base, nice surround. Um, but again, that when you're done with it, you're going to have had a great home theater experience, but that's not going to be the focus. Okay, I, I swear yeah, to God, you're, you're not even probably going to text me. You'll call me because <laughs> you can't talk about this through text. That's why I almost texted no. you about it. And I was like, it's not worth it. I can't. And, uh, and I'm like, now I kind of wish I had because I wouldn't have just made a fool of myself to either Andrew or John. <laughs> it would have been confusing for me though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, that film, that was great. Predestination. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. have been, uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, kind of like you just were, only it's live yeah. in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, never we could mind. Just I thought you were going to say, out, but... <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say the outfit or something that, that I no, had recommended. But, I, and but, I keep know, scrolling I past that. Yeah, I bought it. I, I haven't seen that yet or, or the other one the um the fire jumper one is it not the fire jumper what was the other one you recommended with uh, oh Miles yeah Teller? only the brave only, only the, brave. the brave yeah yeah that one i haven't really seen yet either. to give that a go yeah because yeah. i know you're gonna like that one i know that's one yeah. that you're gonna be like wow and actually when when i recommended it i don't know if you saw in the comments afterwards on the i don't know if it was on youtube or on twitter but one of the two people yeah. saying oh yeah, that yeah. that's a great film, and you know, and, and a yeah. number of people have seen it since. So I, I, you know, absolutely, I know you'll like that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I know. So, I think you know, I was going to watch that one, but I think it isn't it like two twenty. So I was like, oh, I'll long. just get yeah, this one in because that's what was nice about Predestination is like you ever search for movies like that. What do I? I got some time, and you look up because mm. I could sort by time. You're like, oh, there's okay. a nice short right. one I want to see. <laughs> be like, and you pop in and be like, oh, there you go. And it's because you only have so much time, but you want to take the whole thing in. There you go. 
Yeah, yeah, it does. And so many movies these days are two or two thirty, two forty, and it's an investment. I mean, look at that—the one we talked about last time. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It's a, it's a kind of frivolous throwaway film until near the end, Um, and yet two hours and thirty minutes, two hours twenty. It's, it's a lot of time to set aside to watch something in one. So yeah, I, I get that. I think it's a, it, it's definitely a refreshing thing sometimes when you see a film and it's one thirty, one forty. It's oh, lovely. You know, I could just blast through that. So yeah, no, I, I will, um, I will, uh, I'll give that a go. But if you, if you're in any doubt about, you know, whether whether the outfit's any good or uh, or any of the films I recommend, just ask future DJ. He should be able to tell right. you. He will have seen it. He will be able to to guide you. And if yeah. he says it's rubbish, then you know you don't need to worry. I, about know, it. I don't even have to ask you anymore. I just ask me, did you like this? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, rubbish, 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 yeah, rubbish, so. rubbish. Yes. All right. Uh, so yeah, but there we go. No, it, it that's that is brilliant. So that's I so like I said, funny. I can't, I can't. Uh, yeah, I can't take credit for that. Although I will, I, but yeah. I, I, I probably I, shouldn't. <laughs> I apologize to to whichever of you it was. I really am sorry, but I mean, obviously, look at these are all. I'm talking to so many. It's all washing over me. I'm just, and but I'm listening. <laughs> I just don't remember. If you, if you listen why. really carefully, if you listen really carefully, you can just hear the sound of someone smashing their radio with a baseball bat. I know. I just lost just, a listener. You know, a, a great listener <laughs> that's been on the podcast. Like, screw him. He doesn't even remember me. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think I can, I can sense another green room thread starting even as we speak. Right. Besmirched but, by DJ. <laughs> but the best part is, is I was so looking forward to the conversation. The listeners are yeah. going to get to hear me rave about what a great conversation that we never had. <laughs> future DJ. it's a time loop that's the only way to do it it's it's a time time loop and it couldn't be a better movie to have it happen with (laughs) there we go that's it that's an alternate timeline where i recommended it that's just you know it's as if it never existed yeah it's fine it's so funny happen (laughs) oh all right we'll end on that very high note (laughs) that's great (laughs) that is good fun uh and that's the thing that's the fun thing about podcasting Uh, like when i first started i would be sick to my stomach right now I would, oh. because you get nervous you'd be like oh my god i'm going to offend someone i'm going to do it. but i know i trust oh. my listeners i trust them yeah it was like you make we all make mistakes who cares and you just have fun with it and move on and it's like i do feel bad but i know i'm like hey look i'm i talk to a lot of people and i'm having a blast with it so um but yeah it's like oh yeah definitely i told you that's how we met it's like i was sick to my stomach that you didn't like me like oh no <laughs> and now just like, am i wrong <laughs> but no not yeah so. no all right we'll get out of here steve thanks as always uh and My pleasure. we will be back next week later buddy mm-hmm. look forward to it cheers buddy bye-bye and we're back hey we're back thank you so much steve that was great <laughs> awesome as always awesome as always i have oh wait till we get to uh I'll tell you more when we get to our real HD experiences. This is one of the things we talked about in there with Steve. Ooh, I can't wait. I can't wait. All right. You ready to get to 4K uh, releases for next week? Yes. Which is the, uh, uh, what's next week? Next uh, week's the, the 11th. Yes. 10, 11. The 11th. Look at that. I already changed it and everything. Look at me go. All right, then. Here we go. And there they are. All right. Uh, new fe- Not a new feature, just a new way I'm doing this now. Um, but first movie this week 
that we have coming out on Tuesday is uh, Tuesday the 11th. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure from Shout. That's the, the original coming out. The original. The original. Yeah. So that's coming out on Tuesday from 1989. Uh, next up, we have Dracula from 1931 in black and white. Because I'm interested to see how that looks. I, I am too. I, I really am. Honestly. Be, yeah. Because, like, I loved Psycho. I love how they're remastering right. these older movies. Um, I don't know which one I'm going to pick. So let me get through them all because they're act- there's a whole box set, too. Uh, but we also have... Oh, the Universal... Yep. Set. So we have... Uh, these are just the way they came up in the little app that I use for this, to grab the images and to, for the um, information. So also from 1931, Frankenstein in 4K. Uh, then we have, I think this is because it was, they're being released separately, but the Godfather, uh, Godfather Coda and the Godfather part two all being released. I think separate cause they've been out for a while in 4k, but I think, I think it was the box set. set's been out. Yeah. Yes. So now they're being released separately on, uh, on Tuesday Which is as good because well. those are the only two you really want anyways. Like, I heard, I heard that I don't have I, the box set. Oh, really? <laughs> I, yeah, I grabbed so them. I, I grabbed them all on two. I grabbed them all on Kaleidoscape. It, it was, it had to be okay. back in like March or April when the box set came out. So yeah, it's been it, a while. Yeah. Uh, also the invisible man from 1933. That's coming out. Yeah. Uh, Limey is coming out. It's a suspense crime thriller from 1999. Uh, cast is Terrence Stamp, Leslie Ann Warren, Luis Guzman, Barry Newman, Joe D'Alessandro, and Nikki Cat. Uh, director is Steven Soderbergh. <laughs> I- I've never heard of it. Honestly, I've, I've, I any listeners know what the, you know, li- what, was, what did I say it was? The Limey. Yeah, from the 1999. Limey? It's rated R. But that's coming out in 4K. Uh, Lost Highway, the Criterion Collection edition, is coming out uh, from 1997. Um, also, uh, Mortal Kombat Legends Snowblind from 2022. That's coming out in 4K. I, I hadn't even heard of that. Didn't know another no, Mortal yeah, Kombat what that is either. I think it's animated. Uh, the score from 2001. That's coming out in 4K. Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird, the 60th anniversary edition. That's another one I might be interested in. Yeah. Uh, yep. Trancers, two disc collector's edition from 1984. That's another one. I I, I remember seeing that movie because I know I've seen it. I don't remember That's, it. Yeah, I think I've seen it too, but yeah. probably in 1984. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. And then we get to the Universal Classics Monsters Icons of Horror Collection. So I'm pretty sure this is the one where you get all of the movies. You get, let me see, it says... I'm actually very interested in that. Yeah, it says, From Universal Pictures, home of the monsters since the era of the silent movies comes a second volume of Universal Classic Monsters icons of horror collection showcasing four more of the most iconic 
monsters of motion picture history. The Mummy, The Bride of Frankenstein, Phantom of the Opera, and Creatures from the Black Lagoon starring Boris Karloff. Okay. So, but that's and, not the and, movies you listed earlier. So, so I, I'm guessing this must be the set. second edition, and the, we're getting the singles of the la, of the first from the edition. first edition. Yes. So because yeah, those those movies should be first edition for sure. Yeah. Dracula, so Frankenstein. And, yeah, and the Wolfman Man. is the last one because this app goes in alphabetical, yeah. and that's the way I dropped them in here. Oh, so, okay. so I didn't even realize that. I, I definitely want to pick both of those up. Actually, right. I love those movies. Yeah. I remember I used to watch them with my dad. You know, when I was a kid. Yeah, on Saturday afternoons, Saturday on Creature yeah. Double Feature, Creature or Double Feature on and, Channel Fifty Six. Even late, I remember we're going to talk some about that in a like little late bit. Late at night. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and cool. I, yeah, there is something about that. So yeah, if, uh, that's funny because we we didn't have this segment back when the first one came out. So right. that's why we didn't. I didn't know about it. So, but yeah, you could probably grab the whole Classic Monsters Volume One. Get get all of those movies and then just yeah. and then volume two comes out uh on tuesday so there you go awesome we just spent more of your money john i know because i'm definitely going to look for those when we're done here <laughs> <laughs> yep all right that is it for this a lot coming 15 different movies 15 movies coming yeah out, so it's a bunch pretty cool yeah all right ready to get to our real ht experiences Sure. All right. Let's power up this projector here. All right. What do you have? Uh, what do you have first this week, John? What do you want me to go first? Since um, I have a few. So we've more. been watching. Well, it... go ahead. Fine. This went way better in rehearsal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Let me. Um... Since we were just yeah, talking I really about those, only have one, so right, so, <laughs> and then we'll discuss. We have one to discuss. So yes. let me get to uh, to this one since it's topical for what we were just talking about. So, uh, War of the Worlds uh, on yep. Kaleidoscape War, and now this is the War of the Worlds from uh, what was it nineteen fifty three fifties? Yeah, fifty three. I think it was or fifty one, fifty three. So the War of the Worlds, and then they have When Worlds Collide. That box set just came out. Uh, you can still grab Amazon for like thirty bucks, twenty nine ninety nine. Um, and I read Ralph's review on it and what he was saying about War of the Worlds. I was like, oh. and I looked it up, and I have it. They had War of the Worlds available on Kaleidoscape, so I grabbed it uh, before they sold out. You know, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, did you get the pre-order in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it is it looks and sounds fantastic. Does it's it? got Oh my god. The the picture is so awesome. It's it's like and I I I texted Ralph and I go, "Holy crap." I was like, "This is so much better than watching it on a 19-inch television." <laughs> I was going to say the last time I saw that movie was probably on a 19 or 27-inch TV. I ha- yeah, it's a, it, exactly. I had to say I'm like, I think he said that in his article too. And then I read Mike's article over on Michael Scott over on AV His just came out the other day and I read his and very similar. It, it just looks awesome, but the sound there's there's a couple of jump scenes because you're not expecting your room to get that engaged. Right. It's it's DTS Master Audio 5.1, but you're like, 
all of us neural x you're up mixing with your so. up mixing it but yeah. even i think even at the 5.1 level it's because it's the side engagement and i did see mike mention that but i was like this i was like holy like right now like when the battle starts towards the end of the movie like the second half and they start coming in and you get the and the, the weird funky noises that they called a battle back in the 50s right it was it's awesome uh, the special effects are so much fun to watch. Like, do you remember the lasers and the people just turned red, glowed red and then disappeared? Yeah. That's how they did it. And then, um, I, I want to say like it in 4k with the HDR and just, the, it's just that clean image that you, there was no snow, John, no snow. I had great reception yeah. watching. Yeah. This. You didn't have to put the tinfoil on the did, rabbit none, ears. And... None of that. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> But then, like the green, the green light, the halo of the green, the reds, the air, oh, it just was beautiful. I wanted to send pictures to my dad. <laughs> like, I was like, this, it, I honestly, it, it, sitting there watching this, this is like you said about the creature double feature and watching these monster movies with your father. And I am going, you know, when my parents are going to come live with us, we're building that house and to have that theater, right? I honestly can't wait to pull him like come on dad let's go and downstairs watch and watch yeah. stuff like this and have him be like because he's never really like i've i showed him my theater when i built it right. 20 years ago and he just sat there and he goes really does the it. neato you know he's not gonna yeah. come drive out here and sit down and watch a movie he doesn't right. you know he doesn't care about it that way he'll watch it on tv and he liked that um but to actually have it's gonna be like in his house for all intents and purposes. So come on exactly. over, sit down. Yeah. You just going into the room. So. And to do this bridge on the river, Kwai, he showed me, he sat me down to watch that movie when I was a kid right. on a 19 inch television, you know? Right. So but even but, going back and watching psycho again and yeah, some of those, yeah, some of those universal movies, you know? Yeah. Oh, I would be great. Yeah. yeah. And well, first blood, uh, first blood yeah. and Rambo first blood part two, when he took me to see that, just all that fun right. stuff. But yeah, War of the Worlds, I I would say, I didn't grab When Worlds Collide, but if you can grab this box set, I think as an older movie, especially if you're our age, I would yeah. I would grab it. It's so good, and it's, you're going to be blown away, and especially by the sound, because you're going to be like, holy crap, this is from the 50s, and it's coming in all around you, and it's like from behind you, but even the sides, you're like, just the, the laser noises that they made, it, oh, it's right. so cool. And then, and then the acting now let's have some fun. Get it's so yeah, bad. Well, it's, it's bad. because that's how they acted. And like, it was like stage acting, like, like the camera would be in, like everybody was framed perfectly. And it's almost like you could tell like the next person that was about, had had a line. You could tell, you could almost see them getting ready to say their line. And it was like, right. I can't believe that. What, what do you think is going to happen next? <laughs> and then person, then there's a pause and a person will go. <laughs> Well, I think we should do this. <laughs> right. It's like our early podcast, John. Exactly. It was, uh, uh, but it was so much fun. Highly recommend it, especially if you're of our age, grew up in the 70s and 80s, grew up watching these on television or older. Yeah. And you grew, you know, maybe you're an older gentleman live. and saw this yeah. in the theater. <laughs> right. Uh, I only, heard the radio drama. Yeah. That's how old I am. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, all right. What do you have? Um, well, the only thing I really have we've been watching this week is Dahmer. Um, yes. We're not finished with it, but we're on, 
Like, I think we've got three left. Um, it's on Netflix. It's got Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos. Um, again, not your, yeah, you know, car crashes and yeah, you know, gunfights and things like that. But there's there's some really good discrete Atmos effects, you know, throughout the episodes that I've watched so far. Yeah, um, some good bait. I think um, the last episode I watched, which would have been seven, I think. There's a scene where they're in a nightclub, and there's some pretty good bass. Like, there's some pretty good um, thump going. So it is a, it's there, but um, ultimately, this isn't necessarily the show for um, yeah. to show off your theater. Um, and it's 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 disturbing. You know, it's a, it's a tough watch. Um, I, I'm sure it's been dramatized for a you know for effect. Can you dramatize Dahmer? I mean, well, the guy killed multiple people and ate he them. He did, but what's Spoilers. the frustrating, frustrating part about watching this is how many times they had him in their sights and he wriggled out of it, you know? Yeah. Like, a lot less people could have been killed if, <laughs> you know, people were kind of doing their job. And well, that's the thing, yeah. I don't know if you've seen it or know the story a whole lot, and I don't want yeah. to get into too much of it, but, like... Literally, he gets pulled over after the after his very first kill with the body in the car. Right, and it's like he gets a, he drives away. Like, how many people could have still been alive? Right, if the police would have just done their job that night. Now, people will say, you know, well, you know, they pulled him over, and I've been pulled over, and the cops didn't search my car, but I wasn't drunk and swerving all over the road. With right. a bunch of trash bags in my back seat, you know. So, well, that was like that one I was time. In that, I feel like if I was in that situation, they might have at least asked me to step out of the car, you know. So, um, but so many times that it's just you know calls that went ignored, nine one one calls that weren't right. responded to, and like they, like I said, they had that guy in their sight, and you know this isn't the show where we talk about the like the storyline of the content as much, no. but. Yeah, it, yeah, it is frustrating to watch, you know, and yeah, it's frustrating disturbing. because you're using today's rationale. Yes. It was Again, completely was different back then. Yeah. yeah. And, and and even like the, when you get pulled over, that was in the eight. That was 40 years ago, you know? Right. Um, yeah. But still. Yeah, there was uh, things were done differently. And luckily, we right. have improved <laughs> since right. then. Right. <laughs> um, even the, uh, Meg's watching it and even the whole. um topic of aids is right. is a big catalyst of why he got away with what he well, did and because he used people that. were afraid of it well right. yeah he, he used played, it he but... played into that yeah because yeah. he knew that people would right kind of shy away from him and, and not that's even want to people... go inside right. and search his apartment because right they were afraid to go in yeah um because that's and... how we felt about it back then right. it was like you didn't know how you got remember we were kids exactly they didn't you know didn't, how it was you didn't know how you got it they just kept telling you I don't, you know, oh, it's, I mean, obviously we knew it was sexually transmitted, but at the same time there was a, that you could get it any other way. Like if you could get it just by, we weren't sure. Right. Nobody knew. So people were like, and, um, yeah, so a lot plays into it, but honestly, John, I I saw you put this on your notes. Jen and I are watching it in the living room, you know, just with our sound bar and I have rear channels for my, you know, my Sonos. But 
to be fair to you, this is one of the things that I love having you on here for is because you have to watch this in your living room, but your living room right, is every, your theater. Well, so yeah, bring I, mean, that. I can watch it's it in like, bed, but this we don't watch. Most <laughs> I had things. trouble watching this while eating. Yeah, we don't watch <laughs> most things. You know, usually once we go to bed, I'm watching my football games like I'm watching the stuff that Lydia right. doesn't want to watch. So, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it's no, but yeah, everything I comes watch up, is just break. Yeah. I, I watched like the good doctor up mixed well, yeah. into neural X. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> like, I get the theater experience with everything I watch, paging but Dr. So-and-so paging Dr. Exactly. So-and-so. Wow. My rear channels are alive. <laughs> exactly. But you know, what's funny is some of the things surprise you. Like I mentioned oh, yeah. it way back to you when I first started doing that, like, AMC has great surround sound. Yeah. So when I watch like The Walking Dead and things like that, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and but... you, it surprises you sometimes what shows actually have pretty good mixes in them. Right. You know, because you wouldn't think that. Right. You know, when you're watching stuff like but that's that. What, that's but... what you're here for, John. Bring it. That's it. If something, no, I, seriously, yeah, if you're watching something. The Good Doctor and there's a big, <laughs> right. uh, there's a great sounding scene, let us know. Right. I'm like, because we don't, that'd be fun. Everything's, yeah. everything's, um, I don't want to say downloadable, but everything's on demand now. Oh right? yeah. You can so you could always, so. if you have a timestamp on a network show that right. we don't know because we're watching it in our living rooms, let us know. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. Don't be shy. Doing, oh, I'm not. <laughs> you're doing great monkey. I'm doing the Lord's work. <laughs> yeah. I don't <laughs> know right. about that. <laughs> All right, but I'm dancing. So, so speaking of of uh, you know of television shows, you know some people watch their television shows and other people wait until you know you could get it for free, or right. you can wait and buy it like me. <laughs> yeah. So Superman and Lois is available. Season I saw that you had this on here. <laughs> season two is on Kaleidoscape in in high definition. Yeah. In DTS 5.1. You yes. don't get that on television. You don't. I it's... watch it on the CW app. <laughs> and yeah. And you know what was frustrating about the CW app is it was like crappy sound. It was. It was crappy sound and you had commercials that you could not. You could work around or not... pay your way out of. You can't. <laughs> you know, you can't pay yeah. your way out of them. The, the only thing they didn't do was strap you to your seat and put toothpicks right. in your eyeballs. Other than that, other than clockwork oranging you, you it's it I exactly. hated that app. Absolutely. Now you can wait till it. the end of the season and, and the whole thing gets dropped on HBO Max, which is what I'm oh, doing with Stargirl right now. Okay. Because like I refuse to go right. to the CW and watch it. I'm just yeah. gonna wait till it's done and go there for I it, didn't but. even check that out. I just yeah. I have Superman and Lois season two. Is that on HBO Max yet? It might be by now. It probably is. Probably yeah, is. It probably yeah. is. I, I that was the last one I watched through CW, and I said never, never again. When I got to the end of that, yeah, like, it's. You know. But Superman and Lois, I didn't watch a single minute of it live, and right. I saw it on, and it, it is so good. Like I told you, I done the Expanse there. Um, right. What What was the other one? The West. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the epics, right? The Jesse, no, 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 Jesse James. J- yeah, not Jesse. J- it was um, um, Billy uh, the Kid. Billy the Kid. The Billy Kid. The Kid. Yeah, yeah. Which was what? awesome. Awesome. And they look and, but the sound is so much more enhanced than what you're getting yeah. 
on any street. It, it definitely CW and better than HBO. And it's like, so when Superman takes off in this, there, there are some booms that yeah. like, I'm a few episodes into the, I don't know if you remember the season, but remember in episode one and he has the sub, uh, submarine issue and he goes yeah. under and he say the base and the noise that hurts him when he's hovering above the ocean. It's right. just awesome. It's like a movie. It was yeah. so good. So it's, you know, download all, all the C episodes. And now I'm just, you know, that's what I'm doing in the mornings now. It's yeah. So I was good. wondering, cause you sent me this random text this morning about type, like about Superman. And yeah. I was like, I thought that was a news story about the actor because I was no, like, why no, is this coming across no. now? I said, that's yeah. way out of left field. No, yeah, <laughs> you then, ever do that when you're watching a show or something and you go on IMDb yeah. to see their ages? And it's like, right. especially if you get to be our age, you start to look at older, like, how old is this guy here? All right, I look better right. than that. Oh, wow, he looks I do it all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. I'm like, all right, I look better than that. Or you look at some older movies, like a yeah. Bruce Willis movie, and be like, oh, he's the age I was then. That, he's the here he's what i am now oh that's pretty good right i'm doing all right or you know <laughs> yeah like or somebody somebody dies it's quite the opposite you know you're like salma hayek is 60 right. <laughs> and she looks that done better than i do right so, yeah or somebody know. dies and you go how old were yeah. they all right i got that many years left <laughs> right um but no in the the superman the kids are way closer in age to to like Superman Tyler right. Hoch, what's his Tyler name Hawkland Hawkland yeah he's <clears throat> what did I tell you they were he would have been four in real life fourteen yeah he would have been fourteen and sixteen when they were born yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like oh wait because he was born in uh, eighty seven yeah and the uh, the kid playing the oldest was born in um uh nine one would have been oh one right oh one two thousand one yeah. something like yeah. So the and then the other and the younger one was born in two thousand three, right? And then yeah. the, the math one, doesn't add up. <laughs> no, and you're and I'm flipping through, and they were all born in either the eighty late eighties or early nineties, and then you get to play the the woman playing Lana, seventy. Yeah. She was born in seventy five. Yeah. I was like, holy crap! She's only five years younger, and she looks fantastic. Yeah, for that, I mean, she's she's playing all these younger with all these younger castmates and she right. was born in 75 in 75. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but funny. again, it's not really home theater related, but it's what, no, what I was doing okay. in my home theater while I'm watching the show. I was like, Holy crap. But yeah, yeah. great, great, great series too. I love where they're going. It, is, with it. it was really good. I, it was, uh, it's a good season. It's the only survivor of the CW. CW. Verse. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe like you we'll said, one I did more season. I didn't know? even think of that being on HBO max. So, I would check it out. Um, I mean, the first season's there. I finished that one. Um, but yeah, it's really, really good. So, all right. You don't have another one, right? Uh, we'll get to, no, we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, yeah. The ending of Rings of Power, episode six. Do you remember yeah. that one? I do. The oh, base yeah, awesome. and the the water explode. The, the, I don't know, water explosions. that Doesn't, yeah. <laughs> it, it, there was a weird sound to it, but it was incredible. It was like, and then yeah. the, then the volcano and stuff. The volcano. Yeah. What the an ending. What great. an ending yeah. to episode six and in your theater. Absolutely amazing. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Uh, and then the one I talked about with Steve George predestination from 2014. I bought it 
yeah. on Kaleidoscape. That is. Ethan Hawke, Sarah Nook, and Noah, Noah Taylor. Okay. You'll know him when you see him. Um, the only one I know is Ethan Hawke. I don't this know those names. movie, John, highly recommend tracking this down, huh? watching this movie. It's It was great in the theater. It's a... I had a blast with it in the theater. I got about a third of the way through it and Joe came, he was out doing some work on his truck and he's like, Oh, I was going to hang out. And I go, let me catch you up to speed. So I caught him up to speed and he watched the rest of it with me. And then we finished it and we sat there for like 45 minutes talking about the movie. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't get great ratings. It didn't get a lot of talk. I don't know why, but, uh, Steve, as I said to him earlier, he is completely, um, he can recommend anything to me now. I don't care if yeah. it's a horror or not. It might be the worst movie that he's ever seen. And he's just trying to screw with me. I'll let it go because this was so much fun. And I'm like, how did you not hear about this? Um, so I bought it, I watched it and I was blown away. Um, it's time yeah, travel. It's like I would have to rent it. Uh-oh. Yeah, you should try to rent it, check it out, and it's it's, not it's a good home theater free. experience. It has some fun stuff to it, uh, but the story itself, by the end of it, you're like, you, your mind is is bent. You're spent, it's bent, it's everything. bent, huh? It's awesome. It was so much fun. Oh, I, and like, I'm so excited talking about it. I forgot to pull up the graphic for it. Um, where is the graphic for it? Did I? Oh, I didn't even load one. Look at that. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah. I knew I had one. Oh, well. But anyways, predestination. Check that out. Audio only for our podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, What was the next thing? And then you wanted to talk about. uh... I just figured since there was a lot of chatter online about the latest episode of House of the Dragon. Yeah. Probably mention it. Um because I think we probably had different experiences also um, with it, because you have the Lumigen, I do not. Um, my projector struggled a bit. <laughs> Did this. it? Okay, like, this is going to be good. It was, yeah, it was, a little, it was a little washed out, um, you know, in the beach scenes. I had a hard time with some of the details. Um, now, I haven't had a chance to go back and play with anything yet. Like, I watched... Uh, I set my laser light level at about six, uh, 10 being the max. Okay. You know, um, you know, from everything I've read on the forums that have to do with my projector, you know, six is about standard brightness. 10 mm-hmm. would be like vivid, you know, and I don't keep it that bright. But if you and, mess with that, that's going to actually mess with your black levels as well. Well, it will, but Rising I don't tides, have to right? change yeah, I don't have to change anything else in my settings. I can just turn the I can just turn the light level higher. Do you have a chroma setting, yeah. like or gamma? I, I I'm do sorry, have a chroma setting, but in- yeah, I have all of that. But I don't um, I don't really want to go in and mess with that too much because I'm happy with my picture overall, right? And I don't want to change too much, but I do want to go back and put that scene on and, and mess with the light level a little bit and yeah. see if it see if it makes any difference, but. Um, but it's also a case of, you know, 
I don't know if I'm missing details because I'm not seeing like you, right. maybe I'm not. You missing don't know anything. what you don't know, right? No, maybe that's I think the you same are. picture that maybe that's the same mm-hmm. picture you got. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know because if we weren't looking at things side by side, I don't know what you're missing. Um, but right, I, I also I had the benefit of watching this after seeing what people were talking about. I all I saw was right. beach scene, right? And that's right. what was on Twitter. Like, oh right. boy, here we go. And all I and people, I think. Maybe somebody mentioned it or I was just thinking like, oh, it's, this has got to be about, it's got to be like the long night, right? Right. The same just, type. It's very, very dark. But it's not as dark as the long night. The long night is darker. This one right. here, it's, and I didn't know, like, as the, the, the episode is playing out, you get to a night scene, they're still at the castle. Right. right. And then I was like, oh, maybe this is what they're talking about. And because the sun's setting, it's a gradual progression of the sun setting. And then you're at nighttime and then you end up, like you said, on then Joe and I were watching it together and we were like, right. I see what people could be talking about, but it looked fantastic. It absolutely yeah. did. The highlights on them. And what I noticed, like when the two characters, we won't spoil anything. The two characters are talking to each other. I was explaining to Joe, I'm like, what they do here is they, they actually shoot this in the daytime. Right. It's day, it's day for night or day. Right. And then they, but they light it differently. So when you're shooting in the daytime, you'll, I'm sure you've seen the behind the scenes stuff where they'll have the mirrors and they'll be reflecting light at the actors. Well, in this one, the light that's being put projected onto the actors is actually coming from the back of them. So you're actually seeing their face, the, the camera's catching the shadowed side and you could see the highlight, the silhouettes, but we could make out everything like their faces, their details, everything was great. And then you had the nice highlights of like, I think there was even a shot of one, like where they're looking up at the, at the moon. It looked really nice. Um, did you see, were you able to make out, this is shortly before, and this isn't a spoiler. We all know there's dragons in the movie. In the clouds, were you able to make out the silhouette of the dragon in the cloud? They were still at the castle, I think, and they looked up. The sun is setting or had set, and it's just clouds and moonlight. Yeah, you could feel it in your room. You felt like right, like it went by, but it was in the clouds, and it starts at the upper right side of your screen, and you can see the silhouette. It was so subtle that Joe I'll have to go back and look for it. I don't remember that yeah. specifically, but Joe was um, like. I, uh, I don't think everybody saw that cause it was right. so subtle, but it was there and it, it's so cool. It's above the clouds and you're just looking at the shit. Oh, it's really nice. Now I, I'll say I don't have a fully calibrated projector. Like it's hmm. not been professionally calibrated or anything. I basically use their out of the box movie mode with a couple of tweaks, you know? Right. Um, and there were seeing like the, the castle scene leading up to the beach where it was, kind of dusk yeah i felt like i i had some pretty good detail there mm-hmm. and um even in the dark with the the you know again don't want to spoil too much but with the, the dragon the, oh the, the character dragon. Yeah. like with the dragon i yep. felt like there was some pretty good detail there i could make out the scales the eye all of that stuff yeah but the the specific scene on the beach now i mean again i could see their faces and all that stuff but then it was just kind of like every their clothes were just kind of faded into the black see like, we could see colors yeah see, you could I see like, like and it was muted it, like one character yeah. was wearing red the right. other one was wearing black but it was like a right. 
but the texture and the material was a shiny. So like I said to Joe, I go, that character's, I go, it almost looks blue. It's reflecting the blueness out of the sky, which was really right. nice, but you could really make out the muted red in the other character. Yeah. And it yeah, was I felt like I was missing detail there just because it was a it deep, wasn't... deep, deep maroon. Like if you weren't trying to pay attention, you'd be like, that just looks shadowed. But you could feel right. that you could feel the vibrancy. And that's what I was saying to Joe. What, what's really cool is they're able to shoot these things. And because of HDR, you're still pulling out that vibrancy of the color that's there. But it's so darkened because it's right. it's in shadow. And it, it really was. It was really, really such a cool thing. And I, I saw one person say on on uh, social media and because it's written, you're not sure. Like, are they saying this like? mean like are they angry right is it sarcastic or are they or saying like that? they're doing this to push the envelope because the what the actual quote i'm gonna say is they said i think they're doing this on to us on purpose and i'm like yeah but i th- are they because they had the long night and that well, set the world and... into a tizzy and right. I, you know are they doing this to show people like there's more when this 4k disc set comes out this is selling that set this scene because we're all going to get it at home and you're going to be like, Oh, all right yeah. now. But I, I thought it looked great here. And I saw the, I watched the long night. That was the first scene I went to when they dropped 4k with HDR on HBO max. Just a few weeks ago, you go right. to that scene and it's like, Oh, look at that. Yeah. And there is so much to this going back to the old, old set in the, anytime they go into the caves, you need that HDR. Right. It's like right. the the lanterns are lit, the flames. This it's dark, and this beach scene, it is it's gorgeous. I I, yeah. absolutely, I loved it. I I because I want to go. You know, I was watching it. You know, doing my watch through with with Lydia, and so like mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop and start playing with things while we're just watching the show. Yeah, but um, I do want to go back, and I didn't really have time today because we just watched it last night. Um, but I do want to go back and mess with the brightness a little bit and. See if I can get it, you know. Yeah, it's your contrast. Yeah, your contrast. You've got to pull yeah, up some brightness. But, and, but and like I said, at some point, levels. I do want to, I, I am going to have the projector calibrated, but I'm waiting for the Dolby Vision update first because I don't want to pay somebody to come out twice right. and have to mess with things. Um, even though the Dolby Vision should be a separate thing on its own because it really does its own calibration. Well, that's you know? it. Yeah, that's but, just tone mapping it to... Right. You might be all set right there for for anything with Dolby Vision. That's what you'll. Well, be yeah. On. When the Dolby Vision drops, it I'll, I'll go back and watch that again and, right. and see. Um, and I didn't. I actually could bring it up on my TV in my bedroom, which does have Dolby Vision, uh-huh. and see how it see how it goes there. Like I said, I haven't had a chance to play with it, hmm. but I saw a couple threads. Like Omar started a thread on Twitter, and um, yep. I've seen a bunch of other people talking about it. So I figured, you know we would bring it up here and it's I, I assumed you with the Lumagen and all that stuff probably had a much better experience than most of us did because like I said, I, I yeah. know my project struggled a bit with it. So yeah, it's, and even with Dolby vision, it's the capability of your, of the set. Like I have Dolby right. vision upstairs and it didn't look good as in my theater. It's exactly. the TV is not as good. Right. Um, yeah, the, the Lumigen just basically gives me Dolby Vision, the capability of Dolby Vision on everything, whether it has Dolby Vision or not. And my projector obviously doesn't have Dolby Vision. Um, 
but I would be interested to hear from some of the listeners with nice OLEDs that are like, oh, right. yeah, that was odd. Like, what did you think of well, that Steve, scene? Yeah, I'm sure Steve. It, it's um, like, yep. Steve we'll on his set that's calibrated. Yeah. And uh, Mike Schramm, who's got his OLED, just new right. OLED. I'm, maybe he's not watching this because he's still going through his collection. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it is an amazing. I love when they do stuff like that. And it's like yeah. really put, and it sends the world into a tizzy because they're like, oh, why does, do they do this? It ruined it for it. me. Yeah. yeah. But guess what? Oh, wait for all those people out there. Like, oh, physical media is not, is, is, isn't any better than streaming. Oh yeah. Because I mean, I was able to take advantage of the stream and I know the physical media is going to be even better. Exactly. You know, which I'm, I was very excited to hear that they were going to drop this season on on 4k disc and yeah uh, jeff announced it uh well he didn't announce it but he retweeted the announcement of it shortly after we recorded ago yeah yeah and and jeff and i were talking about it and i'm hoping there's no date yet but i'm hoping that it'll be for christmas i'm hoping we get it before the end of the year three more i think there's three more episodes which puts us to basically november 1st yeah. Um, dropping it for Christmas would be tight, but wouldn't be unheard of. Yeah. Um, yeah. A month after you figure everybody that's going to watch it has watched it live. Has watched it. Right. You know, and uh, even your bingers, the people that want to wait till it's over and then binge it. That'll be done by yeah. the end of the month because you're binging exactly. it. <laughs> you're going right. to do it in a weekend. So now you can cash in at Christmas time to get that box set, which I, I will grab that box set. I don't know if I'd buy it like. They'll probably come out with a Game of Thrones box set where it's all of them again. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need well, that. Well, but you've got them on Kaleidoscape already, right? You're going to buy it on Kaleidoscape. Oh, you don't have no. Game of Thrones on Kaleidoscape? No. When, uh, for what we get on Kaleidoscape. Now, I'm hoping that they get Game of Thrones on Kaleidoscape because they hadn't, like, uh, Kaleidoscape goes the way their the digital market goes. Okay? Right. So... When the when Game of Thrones was on streaming, when it was on HBO, it was in HD with Atmos. Right. Okay. Actually, oh, so I think it was just on HBO. Had. It was it it was HD on right. Kaleidoscape right now. Game of Thrones is only HD with Dolby Atmos. We they don't have 4K, but I'm hoping that maybe because HBO has it's on HBO Max right now in four where in they 4K. just dropped it. Maybe right. we'll get that. They'll get the upgrade for it. If they do that, right. I would absolutely buy the the uh, every episode on Kaleidoscape. I would absolutely just be. I love that series. I love going through it and just bouncing around. I want that immediacy, not right. have to get up and put my disc in. <laughs> but but yeah, I'm hoping that's what happens. And maybe with you know Rings of Power. We'll get, I'm not Rings of Power, I'm sorry, <laughs> House of the Dragon. the Dragon. We'll get that on, on the Kaleidoscape. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's, but speaking of Rings of Power, uh, we did have that come up this week. And what do you think of that getting a, a physical release? I wanted to talk to you about uh, that. I mean, too. I would love to have it. I just don't know if they will do it. Amazon, I can't think of anything that they've, well, we, we came up with it. Out. Oh, did you? Yeah, this I, I put it out, and they, I, I thought oh, I that see. they had what these they two. Come out? Um, they came out with, uh, on Blu-ray, 
you can get uh Tom Clancy's uh whatchamacallit? Jack Ryan. That is available okay. on Blu-ray. That is out. And uh what was the other one? Oh, I forget what it was. There were two, but Steve had them both. Okay. Steve had them both. Mike Michael Scott had them both. Um but they're, but they're the other big Blu-ray. one. There's an they're out on Blu-ray. So there is a chance of physical release. And then Todd had a good Todd from AV Nirvana had a good point too. This is too big of a franchise and there's too much money at stake to not try to cash in on well, every opportunity. Got, yeah, because they're on the hook for you know a billion dollars at this point. Right. Yeah, so they right. they need it, you know, obviously anything that they can recapture yes. would be yeah, would be beneficial to them. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I would absolutely buy it and love to rewatch it. Now, again, I think the stream and quality is pretty good. It but is. Yeah. It, it's, you know, again, it's not going to rival physical media. So, no. Um, yeah. So, and I, yeah. And this goes along with, um, you know, your, your Lord of the Rings box set, right? Like, you're going to want to have all these things together. Just right. like you're going to want to have, if you have Game of Thrones, you're going to want to have House of the Dragon. Now, I might wait until the series is done so I can pick it all up in a box set. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to buying it season by season. Yeah. Um, but. Um, That's. Or, um, well, you will buy the season by season and buy the box set when it comes out. So. Well, I'd buy it have, season by season got on you, Kaleidoscape yeah. if they have it. And yeah, it, they've and got then, you either way. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, you can't, <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't, I can't remember what the other one is. I can't. It, and I know it's, it, we were just talking about it on Twitter. It's a big one too. Um, one big, well, I don't know what's, I mean, they've, it wasn't the expanse because I mentioned were, that one. Yeah. The expanse, I mean, reacher, but um, no, that didn't come out. It, it well, what it had, it, it was somebody, um, by, I think it was paramount. If, if they have a movie, if the movie was done by somebody else, um, it was, it, yeah, here, can anyone name, let me see, can anyone name the other, oh, The Boys. The, oh, that's right, The Boys is out on Blu-ray. Uh, is out on but Blu-ray. But they're not out in 4K, which is weird. No. They're just out on Blu-ray. Yeah. Now, would you buy a Blu-ray no. season of Rings of Power? No. I, yeah. It's a side. I don't know if the blu-ray now the audio would if be it had better. the dolby atmos track you know because well, you're still going to get the superior audio um yeah but your video experience may be the same as streaming right so i don't think i would. I don't know if it, i don't know if i would buy it yeah uh, i don't think i would if it was 4k i would buy it but yeah. the 4k streaming it's almost a sideward step I think a Blu-ray is a little bit better than a 4k stream yeah but and it's again, so the close atmos track is and it, that's going to be you know, better. We all, yeah. we all know how much of the experience is based on audio more than, you know, more than video. So. Right. It, it may be worthwhile, but. Yeah. But definitely 4K. If you're releasing something new now, it's got to be 4K. Yeah. It's got to be. Well, even so. when Reacher, even when Jack Ryan came out, it should have been 4K, <laughs> you know, or the yeah. boys, you know. Right. It's odd that neither one of those are in 4K. Yeah. But. So. Um, so yeah, so that was, what do we got? That was it. Rings of power. We talked about that was the last one. So now we wrap up with Deadpool, our feature presentation. 
All right, why don't you start us off? Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I, you know, again, I watched Deadpool on 4K disc with Atmos. Yep. Um, assuming you watched it on Kaleidoscape. Yes, I did. Um, you know, hadn't watched this in a while. This is, again, one of those movies that we don't have to break down a whole lot because everybody has seen it. <laughs> you know? No, but I, I was thinking of even I when I was writing some... Yeah, even when I was writing some notes down, I'm like, everybody has seen this. Right. But, um, I just kind of forgot. I, I hadn't seen it in a little while. Yeah. So I just forgot how good this movie is. It you know? is. I mean, it is so good. So funny. Um, all the fourth wall stuff, you know, yeah. is, is great. Even fourth the wall self, inside a fourth wall? <laughs> yeah. Even the self kind of deprecation where, yeah. you know, he talks about his Green acting ability. Yeah. And, Makes fun of his, you know, Ryan Reynolds acting, you know, yeah. so uh, really good. Um, but I mean, you can't start off talking about the movie without talking about the opening sequence, right? Because I mean, it's yeah. fantastic, yeah. you know, um, and it kind of goes in and out, right? Because the opening sequence kind of really goes on for about 40 minutes because they keep coming back to it. Well, that's you the know? thing. It's like I had so, like, I called it at seven. 40, around the 740 mark, I didn't even know where to stamp, but the highway ambush, right. we call it, right? right? And it's just, yeah. for me, this is the first time I've watched this with, obviously, I've got the new, you know, Again, amps. with the separates. And yeah. the separates. And what did you, the bass in this? Now oh, it's, my, I, well, what did I write? Sufficiently oh, bassy. I mean, oh it's just God. so awesome. much. Yeah, it, it, it was awesome. Yeah, it, it it's, it it is amazing. It's, it's yeah. so I, I I always use the word punctual because of the word, the way when you say it, you get that into the microphone, right. but it's like, that's what the bass felt like in all the gunshots throughout this yeah. entire movie. But I, I have a bunch of scenes. I saw you had, um, I didn't. I have a couple. I mean, I just, I just wrote down the opening sequence. I didn't timestamp yeah. it at all. And again, it's just the bass and it's the surround. It's the. The engagement of the surround right. with all the bullets and and the music because um, the soundtrack the to this got, and the yeah, score, Juice but Newton the, or whatever, oh, <laughs> it, yeah, exactly, Angel of the Morning, yeah, um, I, and you're yeah. singing it. I was walking through yeah. the house later singing it, and I'm like, Jen's like, would you shut up? <laughs> yeah, would you stop? <laughs> um, so yeah, we had the highway ambush, which is absolutely right. like you said, it's demo material. I would say this entire disc is demo material. Well, it it is. There's it a is, lot it, all the way through it. But I've I've got a bunch of scenes here. Let me know okay. if I jump past anything what you're saying. But I had it 13 right. minutes and five seconds. So it's right after he kills. Remember, he had a countdown. He had 12 bullets. Yep. Okay. All right, everybody. Spoilers. If you haven't yeah. seen Deadpool yet, if you haven't seen Deadpool from. By the way, we didn't years even, ago. Yeah, we didn't even <laughs> mention like this. The, our motivation for this is they've announced Deadpool three, right? In the most fantastic way, right? With yeah, Ryan Reynolds awesome. and like, <laughs> he's, he's like, hey, he's like, you want to do another move? Want to play Wolverine again? He's like, and he just walks. Yeah. Okay, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, walks upstairs. Or Hugh Jackman by. walking by, yeah. and then did you see the next day they came out with the other YouTube video where they yeah, like, and they're playing uh, yeah, what was it? Uh, um, well, I forget the song they played over there talking, but um, what about um uh oh what was the move? What was the song that they did? And it's like uh, I I um Whitney Houston, I will always love Hugh. Yeah, and you cannot <laughs> hear that now and not say Hugh. Right. It's like everything is I like, oh, I will always love 
It's like it's that's so gonna fun. be so good because the two of them together are great. You know? Yes. Um, yeah. Everything they do, I mean, they've had this kind of you know mock Twitter beef for years. Yeah. And it's just so funny, you know, yeah. following both of them. So kind of like putting we have them the mock movie Twitter together. friendship, right? We're the exact exactly. opposite, yeah. you and I. It's exactly. like behind the scenes, we hate each other. <laughs> They're the exact opposite. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it was that, that, that I will always love you. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Uh, awesome. but anyways, so this is at 1305. I call it the bell and it's after he counts down, he kills the last three guys with one bullet. Like I said, spoilers the rest of the way. If you haven't seen this, yeah. I mean, guess what? It's, you're too late. <laughs> yeah. Um, late. but he kills the last three guys and right after he does a bell, it goes bing, like he hit his mark or whatever, but it go, right. it rings like out behind you. So you hear it and then it resonates out, but it comes from behind you. And then he looks at the camera. He's like, yeah, I'm touching myself tonight. <laughs> like, <laughs> so funny. Uh, then I had, I think after that, the next one, and, and this is where you get to the, it, this scene takes forever because it's at 39 minutes and 20 seconds. He's still on the bridge, but right, now he's back to the bridge, <laughs> right? We're still on the bridge. And now he's talking to Colossus and he's like, cup shot. And the, you get that really great, like you can feel the bass, but then it goes boom, again, ringing out. Right. And you know, he eventually, then, uh, eventually cutting off his hand and more graphic detail than I ever remember after that. Cause yeah. he's being led away and the, the sound of him soaring off and you're yeah. like, Oh, so graphic. <laughs> Pretty realistic. Yeah. So graphic. Um, at 52 minutes and 45 seconds, I gave it three boxes of popcorn. I think this is right where I have 53 minutes. Okay. So yeah. Is this Mat- explode the tank? The match goes boom. Basically. And the, yeah. what he's in, he lights off the match in the base. It's so deep. It's so crisp. Yeah. It hits the whole whole room oh yeah and then the fight afterwards that him and francis have and a big i'm sorry if i spoiled the name for you but (laughs) ajax (laughs) what's my name what's my name but the fight each punch you could feel each punch the picture way better awesome it looked incredible uh you could see way more ryan reynolds than you wanted to yeah, um, all of that is there, but the deep reds, the bright yellows, the contrast, the black levels, so good. The like I said, the punches, the the high ringing noises, the higher end noises, just throughout your room, really, really good. So I gave it three boxes of popcorn. Um, one hour, five minutes, and five seconds. Uh, knock at the door. There's uh deep, uh like deep bass noise on the left side of your room and it's perf muffled but it's like you know when you knock on a door it's not a it's like you knocked with your the side of your fist so you get a yeah. boom, boom boom not a knock 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 it, but it was perfectly placed like somebody was knocking i happened to have a door on the left side of my theater right there so, so i was like over. <laughs> hello hello come on in and then the camera angle changes and now that same door is on the right side and they knock again but it comes from that side. Right. So it's a perfect, like, just because they moved the camera and I'll go back to Goonies, they didn't pay attention to that detail. So right. I appreciate it when they do, because in when Goonies, it was raindrops, rain dripping off the gutter. 
and it was on the right side of your room and then the camera the switched yeah. angle and now you're looking out from the from where that gutter is and it should be on the left still draining on the right right not good uh one hour 14 minutes even three boxes of popcorn for back alley and wade goes into the alley uh thunder overhead this so uh vanessa's been taken and he comes out there but the the thunder overhead very deep very distinct uh sound of the rain all around you and then as he picks up her what was it like a change purse or something like she had left something behind the clue left behind to know that she's been taken there's a deep ominous bass that rumbles up through the floor as he picks it up it's like it's part of the score, but right. back it up and listen to that thunder overhead. And so now you're hearing bass, which is supposed to be not directional, but it's so cool how they do this. It's like, you're hearing the thunder over your head. But then when he picks that up, it came up through my seat and it was just like, right. you're like and I went back and forth a couple of times. Cause I'm like, over my head, under my head, over my head. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. It was, it was really cool. And that's why I gave it three boxes. Um, cool. One hour at you got anything in between? I've well, I've got 121 48. What's so my name? What you've got now. I got 121 25. Okay, What's superhero landing. <laughs> uh, that's yeah, yeah, 121 40. So this one, this yeah. is three boxes of popcorn came before that. So it's right after okay. a great bass note in the score. And Francis yells Wade Wilson from the top of the decommissioned hel- helicarrier, right? Right. And then the sound comes from the back top of the room where Deadpool's looking up to. So bed, Deadpool, yeah, Deadpool's <laughs> looking up, and Francis yells, "Hey, Wade Wilson!" Or he just yells, "Wade Wilson!" But it comes from the rear of your room. But then again, the camera shifts and uh, to where you're looking at Francis, and he says, "What's my name?" And like I said, these two things are like instantaneous. Wade Wilson, back of the room, camera shifts to now you're looking dead on at him and you see him and the sound comes directly from him at the front of your room. It's really, really cool. And that it's little thing, but it's really cool how it comes from the back of the room, but that how they position that perfectly really, that's what I think for people like, even not people like us, but people that are just in a theater and you're enjoying this, it just, it's part of that envelopment. They don't understand what's going on. They just know like, Oh yeah. What's he looking at up there? Oh, it's past me. It's something behind me. Sounded like it. Boom. Now it's right in front. It's so cool. So cool. But then you jump right to what, not jump, but you lead right into that superhero landing that you had. Yeah. And I gave it a box. And it's just the base thump when she hits the ground. It's just, yeah. It, It, very and it, punchy. <laughs> and, and you know what's funny? That's the origin. We'd never heard of superhero landing until right. Deadpool. Until that. We just I always mean, we all they landed it. that way. Right, because they always do it. Right. But now they, they used it in Black Widow. And right. she was, you know, her sister was like, here we go. Here we go. You're a poser. And it's like, you're right. doing, yup, there you go. The superhero landing. Which, and what was great was after she called her that, then um, Natasha's like, every time she landed, she was like, I yeah. do do that. <laughs> but that was the very first time. And I remember seeing that in the theater and being like yeah. superhero landing. And you didn't. And then you see it. You see it and you're like, he's right. 
right. That's a, that's how yeah. they land. And you're like, oh, so bad on your knees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so good. But yeah, the, the base in that, it was perfect. Uh, and then after that, you it's just a battle. Um, right. And did you see Again, my... Same, and the, the punches. I don't see your notes on this at all. I don't know. Where oh, I didn't share them with you. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, I didn't share them with you. They're on a different page. But okay. did you notice the I in France? Because he spelt out his name with the people. With, with the, the bar, characters. Yeah. Did you notice the I in Francis? It has the head for the. It's got a, it's a dotted I. So it's for a the head. Dot, yeah. But the right. body, he's like, he's mooning him. It's a guy that's like oh, crumpled no, up. I didn't he's, notice that. It's a dead yeah. guy with no head. But he's right. still like, he's crumpled up, but his pants are pulled down. So his ass is hanging out. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. funny. <laughs> it's really Not only is it a guy with no head and the head right. separated to dot but the eye, but he's, yeah. he took the time to pull the guy's pants to down to moon him. That's <laughs> it's awesome. pretty funny. <laughs> um, and the other thing I noticed is the glass on, um, Vanessa's container when she's, you know, how they put her in one. And yeah. they take the air out of it. But when Francis is doing his little monologue on what he's going to do to her and pull the air out and make her look like him, the, the the blue hue that's on the glass and then the chrome on everything, it just, it looked so nice. Most realistic I've, I've ever seen it. And right. I, like, I don't, I haven't seen this probably in a year since I got the Lumigen and now I have, right. you know, the Marantz. It's like, it looks so, so nice. Um, one hour, 31 minutes, 30 seconds, the tipping of the helicarrier at I had the same. Yeah. At uh you know, three boxes of popcorn. It's yeah. just an, it's a demo scene. Absolute demo scene. Turn this on, turn it up to re- put this on, turn it up to reference. And it, it's, it is awesome. And for, I don't think we've mentioned it in this podcast, um, but it, it bears repeating. Some people don't realize that's a helicarrier from the right. MCU. And a lot of people, I, yeah. I remember when the movie came out, people were like, oh yeah, I didn't even notice that. It's like, it's a decommissioned helicarrier. It's right. just sitting there and then they destroy it. So this movie was already part of the MCU, which right. I thought was really cool for them to incorporate that part. You know, um, one hour, 34 minutes, 50 seconds. This is my last one. Uh, Colossus tries to tell Wade slash Deadpool. He tries to talk him out of shooting Francis in the face. Right. And that ends. Four or five moments. <laughs> Four or five opportunities to be a hero moments. Right. Yeah. And but the speech, he starts off at the left and he's walking towards you. And then as he gets to the screen and he moves to the front, his the speech pans perfectly. Stays with right. him, starts off screen to the left, comes into the screen, and then moves to the center as he walks by. And it's just I gave it two boxes of popcorn because I love my pants. So, right. Um, but yeah, that was all I had, but that, uh, and yeah, I that called was... that one a colossal pan. See what I did there? <laughs> I that's see. a colossal <laughs> pun. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Oh, look at you. Yeah. I've been working on that <laughs> pun and pants <laughs> all week. <laughs> How long did that take you? <laughs> I literally just came up with it. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, well, what made me, I looked down and I went, oh, I haven't said colossal pan yet. And I wanted to get that in. Is <laughs> that one I did? I was like, Hey, this is a good one. Um, I workshop yeah, that one. I, I've been <laughs> workshopping that one for a little while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So 
if you haven't picked up Deadpool yet in 4K, I don't know what you're doing listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, like you said, it's a reference disc almost all the way through. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really good. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, I mean, you have your calendar girl montage. Yeah, well, we didn't even talk about Marina Backer in, in 4K. Uh, <laughs> so Yeah, her tattoos are In 123 great. inches. <laughs> so You still talking about your screen size? <laughs> yeah yeah unfortunately <laughs> oh that's the big fun that we can have yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah she looked she looked great always yeah. does she was great in gotham too gotham and v i didn't see v you, you didn't watch v no yeah, I she didn't was watch the, v. the bad guy in v oh was she that was the first time I had ever seen her, actually. That's the first time and I remember seeing her. And what was the her. other one that we watched that she was just in? I forget the name of it. Oh, it was... uh, Endgame. Endgame. Yeah, yeah, the TV show Endgame. She Endgame, was in and she too. was also in, um, oh, that one on Showtime with um, Damian Lewis. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but she was there. She was. She played on that as his, as his wife. Yeah. Um, home... Uh, Home, home on the range. I have to look it up. All right. You look that up. We'll wrap things up. Uh, That should should just about do it, John. We've been recording for almost three hours now when you include the green room time. So for anybody not in the green room, get in the green room. There's a lot of good content going there that's not going anywhere else. I don't know if it's good. (laughs) It's just content. It's just content. There's a lot of content going there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you get the podcast early and you get the behind the scenes. That in- I won't. I won't even say what that includes. Uh, all right, Homeland. That was yeah, the, which was the, a great show actually. The, what, that was the uh, Showtime show, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Showtime. Time. Yeah, with um, oh, I just had it up, but it has the girl too. The <laughs> the girl. Well, that's good. You have got the gender yeah, down. The girl. Um, <laughs> Can't remember. But shoot. Uh, Claire right. Danes. Claire, Claire, Claire Danes. Danes. Yep. Yeah. The blonde. Yeah. The blonde. <laughs> that girl. <laughs> We're so good. So accurate. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you everybody for watching, listening, participating, everything that goes on. Uh, if you're not part of the green room, you can get to be part of the green room by either coming on the show. Uh, well, you, you, you can either pay to be on the show, be in the green room, or you can work for it. exactly come on the show show. talk home theater that's all you gotta do and you can get into the green room or you can buy a ten dollar box of popcorn or support on patreon any of those ways you can find in the show notes um and and it's a lot of fun it's a great place to hang out it is it is john's even hanging out there he's more active than he is on twitter (laughs) i I know i am (laughs) (laughs) so it's an intimate group having a good time having a lot of fun uh thank you to everybody thanks to steve for chiming in again we went across the pond every week it's turning into we tried to keep it to 10 minutes but you know how that goes i don't know why you even bother i don't know last week we had to cut it short and that was 40 minutes i know (laughs) what are you gonna do all right that's it for this week we'll see you next week i don't know what we're doing but something will inspire us and we'll have another fun time Thanks, everybody. John, what do they got to do? Go push play. Hey, Fred.
This has been a Hey Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.